I just... Mikey, you ready? I'm trying to com compose myself, man. We got an audience. Man. Guys, it's, it's, it's guys. Dressed, it's, it's dressed like a seat night. What? Just <laughs> like a what? I'll have you know that you're... You're kind headed new muggins. That's what you are. Dressed like a seat night. Never heard of that? Nah, dude. But you know what I have heard of? Jets win. It's. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that we're on a cold opening right now with Mikey. Oh well, yeah, Angel's that. not ready. Yeah, Mikey, right. can you go ahead and run through those sound bites? Angel, let's let everybody listen. Let's let the guys listen to that real quick. I mean, he just—I don't—I don't know what. You ready? I mean, dude, I'm pretty slippery. Do we have extra headphones? I mean, you don't have Hey, you don't have headphones. Can you grab the, uh, I've got the, the extra pair of in-ears over there. No, Mikey, the extra in-ears over there if you want to use those or if you want to give him the over-ears. What you betting on, my boy? This guy, like a lot, Angel. Well, hey, hey, let me let me find out, like, this is your first round table since we've been at T-Box without telling me it's your first round table. This is my first one ever. No, it's not. You were. You were. Stay off the weed. That was. I heard that one. Yeah. The Stephen A. Smith one. No, he was at the fantasy draft though. But he was also on the very first round table yeah, ever at your house. Yeah. yeah. That was actually low key a pretty good looking one. I, that was. one I wasn't at right. I wasn't. Okay. That was before you even here. Yeah, you you weren't even born you, yet. You I weren't even born, born into AD, yeah. bro. I'm an I'm nah. old AD original baby. Hey, oh, oh, okay, angel. And, and that's not always a, a good thing, uh, as we know. <laughs> oh, guys, this is Athletically Declined Sports, the roundtable. We are here tonight with my boy Ricky Ram. With my boy Angel Kicks Balls. Our, man, it's it's so good to see you, man. All the way from the Midland. Big surprise. Big surprise. It's good to be in the city. Yeah, man. And as always, are my beautiful, beautiful co-hosts and... The lover of all things fantasy football. Ah, yes. With the best curls in the state of Texas. Ooh. Mr. Fantasy Spencer Nolan. Boys, <laughs> week one. Is that loud? That's loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blow Angel's ear hey, before we get started. Where did he go? Mr. <laughs> he goes. Because <laughs> he's just so scared of how amazing oh Mr. Fantasy God. is. God. Oh, we're, we're rolling without it. No, I know. I I hear it though. Oh, it's no, that. no, it's the uh, it's the game. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not there. Oh, definitely, definitely. Hey, it's us on a delay. Oh, it's us out there on. But we'll roll with it for now. But whenever the game starts, we want the game audio out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to get Mikey to. Uh, can you ask her to turn the game audio? All right, so you you can figure that out. I, I want to talk about y'all's Miami trip. How was it? Oh, well. So I had to represent, you know. Yeah, I, I, I saw I that. Love the closet, and I was like, got to. We, I looked to see if the Marlins were in town whenever we were there. They were not. I believe they were in, on the West Coast somewhere. Um, we had a chance to possibly go to the A&M Miami game, but we opted out of it because 
as much as we love that city, we both agree it's real expensive. It's more like oh, dude. So we we decided to put our money more towards the town, the nightlife, the city. The night before. Yeah, Especially, oh, it's great. T- tell them how much tickets are for next week's game. Oh yeah, well, and that's the other thing too is A and M is the big draw. It's the big draw for yeah. the Miami game. Um, next week when Boston College is in town, you can get in the door for six dollars at Hard Rock Holy Stadium. So crap. But, and the lowest ticket there was for that game was like two hundred bucks, right? Well, no, it was like it was like sixty five, but it was like you're in the nosebleeds, uh, the nosebleeds, the, and in a in a big stadium like that, I don't want to sit in the nosebleeds of the nosebleeds. It was expensive. Yeah, but I'm happy with our trip. We we saw a great soccer match. The, the soccer match was great. Who we ended won. up winning? Uh, Miami, well, Miami did. Won. Miami won. It was Jugging the jersey. Match. They didn't fly in Messi for like a penalty kick or nothing like no, that. They, that would have been sick. <laughs> the crowd would have like started crying and like <laughs> everyone would have just been foaming at the mouth. It would have been crazy. Uh, Angel got a really really nice Messi kit, like an authentic one. Oh He'll, really? He's gonna debut that dollars. one soon. Really? Wear it in the next uh, Angel Kicks Balls podcast. Oh, sure. let's go. Yeah, and I did get a Messi shirt. It's a goat with pink sunglasses on it. Nice. Oh, it's nice. pretty great. I'm gonna probably wear that next week it's a little dirty right now i wore it on the plane <laughs> and i'm a sweaty flyer i'm not gonna lie to y'all bro you're just a you sweaty that. guy <laughs> that's true get I that am, little i'm just a sweaty guy hashtag hyperhidrosis you are not alone <laughs> <laughs> where's where's the sarah mclaughlin sarah mclaughlin that sings the arms of an angel song that's what we need right yeah. here oh, um, but no miami is a great city I, I can speak for myself but i probably speak for angel on this i will be back yeah that city sure. is amazing the people out there are amazing. The, the beaches, oh my gosh. The beach is amazing. What we have in Galveston, How are the, not a beach. Oh, so Are you oh, going to go to Galveston sorry. soon? Or I, you just I thought you were probably not. It's going to save your beach trips up for out of, out of state. I mean, I, it's not that I dislike Galveston. It's just like right after I just went to Miami, if I went to Galveston right now, I'd be like, ugh. Well, they both look the same at night. Disgusting peasant beach. <laughs> hey, what, wow. what, what Angel said, they, they look the same at night, so... I, I don't even think that's true, honestly. How <laughs> Probably is, not. How is the nightlife? I've heard that it, oh, it kicks ooh. off. That city is amazing. Shout out to all I'm the just, women. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Your, me and, y'all got our woman out there? Angel, we got some Instagram. Yeah. Okay, um, we fell okay. in love about six times a piece. Yeah, I saw all of them subscribe to us. Yeah, but, Shout out yeah. to the Argentinian women. Yeah, all well, those Argentinian women were great. We loved them. We loved them. You Shout just, out to my boy Angel for knowing Spanish because they didn't speak a lick of English. <laughs> A lick. So the Riz was translated. Yes, it was. Nice. But they knew Messi, and so I was able to talk about Messi. Did you introduce them to Miss, uh, Mr. Spencer as Mr. Fantasy? No, he honestly was rizzing them up all for himself. I was like, hey, <laughs> bring me in here. He's probably talking shit about you. I didn't know how to He's, tag him He was him probably telling him, like, this stupid gringo doesn't yeah. speak a lick of Spanish. <laughs> I was supposed to bring a girl, and then, you know, she didn't show up. So, <laughs> But no, I... We will be back. It is a great, great city That's for nice. two single bros to. We're gonna go with more money, more experience of the town. We're gonna rent a car this time. Yes, more, more Spanish. More Spanish. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the Babel going, the Duolingo app downloaded, <laughs> and we're gonna get more fit because I that never the felt other thing. like a fat piece of shit, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I already feel. Fat. I mean, I'm fat, but I felt fatter there. And I was trying to encourage my boy Angel. It's like, dude, everyone out there, all the dudes out there, they're all on steroids. Yeah, Every single one of them, they're just the jacked. And we saw a record number of BBLs. <laughs> so many. Lots of BBLs out there. Like, just like in your face. Ridiculous. Like, no hiding it. Like, they paid for it. They're proud of it. <laughs> BBL, like, everywhere, oh, man. man. There's no stopping. Everywhere. <laughs> 
Yeah, some of them would not look good. Yeah, Man. exactly, exactly. Not like BBLs are built the same. Yeah, but it was a great weekend, but I won't lie, I was glad to get back home just in time for week one of the NFL mm. to kick off at noon mm. yesterday. I was watching the first part of the games on my phone as I was navigating Bush, um, but I was locked in, and Tyler, it was a great week one. It was a great week one. Even though scoring was down, there were some very interesting narratives right that happened. There. Brandon, are you... Right? That's Dude, it was sloppy. Team. Like, I feel like, and we talked about this a little bit, that that this was one of the sloppier starts to a week one for the NFL I feel like we've had in a while. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was like two two or three years ago that we had something similar happen. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I wish there was a little bit more of a fight in some of these teams. Um, I mean, we'll get into our overreactions here in a little bit, but um just to kind of kick it off on it, I mean, we can go ahead and like talk about the the uh, the game tonight, Spence Monday Night Football. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's break it down My a little bit. Boys are coming in, coming in hot. New York Jets are taking on the Buffalo Bills, and what is going to be presumed to be the battle of the division. <laughs> and uh, oh, you looking at that Ridley grab? <laughs> no, Spider-Man. bro. He almost dropped. <laughs> Mike, Mike almost dropped that camera. Oh. Mike, look, Mike is like a cat, bro. Bro, hey, you got shit down your leg right now. <laughs> Mikey needs new pants. Pantalone. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go get one. But uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be it's close. going to be really interesting to see how tonight plays out. There's actually some bad weather going on, so it's going to be you know hopefully that that can you know stay stay away and that there's not too much lightning or anything like that, so they don't have to like delay game, but. Uh, Man, I'm just going to tell you, there's a lot of hype, obviously, like with the Jets, you know, and the cool thing is I feel like they've leaned into it. So there's one of two things, right? You can let it distract you or you can lean into it. And I think the Jets have done a good job of leaning into it, but not allowing it to get to their head. I think Salah is very good. One thing that that he has shown is he is a great leader. We talked about this before, Spence, that, that he does. He's all the qualities you want and liked from Rex Ryan, but along with more of the um, reason, he's more reasonable in his thinking as a coach, right? Like he's not out there like trying to just fire you up and act like he's going to do more than just give you defense. He's he's learned from his mistakes essentially and gotten in a, a good, you know, a, a more seasoned offensive coordinator with Nathaniel Hackett. And it's going to be interesting to see how the golden zone goes tonight. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be necessarily an easy task. I don't think that the Jets are just going to come in there and necessarily just easily roll over the Bills. I hope they do. But you're still going to have to deal with number 17 on their side of the ball. Yeah, I've said it last week. And the only thing that would mainly worry me if I'm the Jets is just looking at how my quarterback has performed at the beginning of the season in seasons past. He's historically come out a little slow out the gates. And the Bills are the opposite. Um, now I will say I said last week that I was going to bet the Bills, the momentum and just the vibes going into tonight though. I, I put some money on the Jets. Um, the Jets are my pick tonight. Um, I think it's just because I started thinking more and more about how they're home underdogs. They're plus money at home, and you know just the gambler in me, you know the gamesmanship. I understand like that's usually a good value. And like, it's not home team at ho- a, a home underdog is usually a safe bet. You know, the last time the Jets played on a Monday on a 9-11 game, it was against the Cowboys in which they had one. of That was one of the greatest Monday night games I can remember being played. They ended up winning. Shout out to a Joe McKnight on a, on a run back. I'll never forget that game. That was a good one. It was Sanchez. Sanchez was the quarterback. That was Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, Joe McKnight, LT, Bart Scott, 
Revis Cromartie, like the crew, bro. That was that game. They were down by three touchdowns, I believe, at half, and they ended up coming back and winning that game. It was it was an incredible football yeah. game. That was Tony Romo, T.O. That was a good one, man. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the O line. I think that's going to be the key to the game for me, Spence tonight. Is going to be the the O line and how. You know, you got a healthy Mackay Becton back for the first time in, it seems like, almost two years to where, you know, he's healthy, he's lost weight, he's looked good. He won, straight out won that uh, starting right tackle posi position. Um, you've got uh, Elijah Vera Tucker healthy, Max Mitchell. This is the healthiest we've seen the Jets' offensive line, you know, luckily enough with the best quarterback that the Jets have seen in, Lord, 50 years? Yeah. It, well, I mean, unless you – are you going to count Brett Farr? It was one season, but you know what? I'll go ahead and, and I'll, I'll count Mark Sanchez because, you know, remember it as the butt fumble. People forget Mark Sanchez has the record for most playoff wins for a uh, for a Jets quarterback. Wow. Great. How many is that? That would be five or six. <laughs> just, I think it's, I think it's five, five or six games. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that number, guys. Comments help us out on that. But, yeah, so, I'm, guys, again, Sanchez – he had some good games in the playoffs, man. Now, again, never never made it past the AFC Championship game. But, I mean, came in there as a rookie and had a good team behind him. I mean, we've seen it happen before where, where rookie quarterbacks, second-year quarterbacks come in there and do well. But, man, it's all about – it's about the vets tonight, man. Yeah. I mean, this is two veteran teams. It's, we're going to see uh, – uh, Tremaine Edmonds, what is the loss for Tremaine Ed Edmonds going to look like for that Buffalo Bills defense? Is Ed Oliver going to be able to solidify that O-line, and will that be enough? You've got um, Poirier that's going to be obviously healthy now. I, be I believe last year Poirier was on and, on and off with some injuries. I don't think he played in that second game against the Jets. But, uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's confidence aim of the Jets. Like, the Bills are not a slouch. They are still a team that has seen multiple AFC championship games. They have seen multiple divisional games. This is a seasoned team. The problem is, and I and I will go to my grave with it, Brian Dable's not there no more to pick up your slack. He's not. So, I don't know. What do you think, Spence? I know that we talk, I've said that a lot here lately. Yeah. Do you feel like that that is a factor? No. In, you don't? No. I, I think... I, I, but I've said this in the past. I think, yes, Brian Dable is a good coach. He he did some good things with the Giants last year, but we're still talking about the Bills. That offense was still sure. one of the best in the league last year. They didn't miss a beat without Brian Dable. Now, that's not anything disrespectful to Brian Dable because, like I said, he did do a great job with the Giants last year, and um, I think he's a good coach, but no. That team lives and dies by how Josh Allen plays. So do we? Yeah, they have weapons, man. I, I, just look at their starting roster, right? Like starting lineup on offense is they do have legitimate, legitimate weapons. You got Gabe Davis. That's probably not even like their. He's not their top guy, but on most teams, he probably is their yeah, one or he, two. He's definitely one of the better deep threats in the yeah. AFC. I really feel like, and I'm interested to see how they use Dalton Kincaid tonight because mm -hmm. historically, rookie tight ends don't produce their first year. It's usually not something that happens for them until second or third year. There's Aaron Rodgers. That does look nice, there. though. Those, those jerseys oh, look nice. I like that. So bad, bro. Randall Cobb, one of the many Packers he recruited there. Yeah. Um, but I am interested to see Dalton Kincaid. He was drafted as a tight end, but I, it sounds like they might be using him as a slot-wide receiver, right. and if that's the case, that might change things. So something's got to give, because if I think he's the slot-wide receiver in a Buffalo Bills offense with Josh Allen and the only targets really 
Um, the target share is going to be shared with Diggs and Gabe Davis. Maybe a couple Dawson Knox targets here and there, but Dalton Kincaid, I think he's got a chance to really, you know, be someone that can make some moves for your fantasy team and, and for the Bills in real life to really be a new weapon for them. Um, but I think all eyes are on Aaron Rodgers tonight. The Bills are the Bills. I think they've been a consistent team. Wow. For the last, like, Hell. two or three years. Whereas the Jets are completely up in the air. We don't know what they're going to be. We think they're going to be one of the most serious contenders in the league this season. But we got to see it first. Hey, we got to we- see what Aaron Rodgers looks like in, in jet green and in New York under some, some crappy weather conditions against one of the top AFC contenders. Monday Night Football is a great choice with the Bills and the Jets to start the year. I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean, we thought the Giants were going to be big contenders, and look what they did against the Cowboys. Oh, oh but who told you that? No, you did. You who were told right. you that? You were right. I was wrong. I will go on record saying I was definitely wrong. I was high on on, on Brian Dayball. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I, I think a lot of that guy, and I the think trash. I think that. <laughs> well, I think he was trash last night. That's for sure. And again, I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil. We're getting into some of this territory. Some of some of the uh, the overreactions, but. I, it's it's curious. I'm curious to see. Did we see the real Danny Dimes play last night? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think last Danny night was Dimes. way more about Dallas than it was about New York. I yeah. truly believe that. That was a statement by the Cowboys going up into yeah, New Spence's York. Favorite team, you know. Yeah, it looks great. Third <laughs> favorite. Great. Third favorite. <laughs> no, I, they actually, and they're not even. They're still. I might. I have to remind everybody. They were not my Super Bowl pick. When we did the Wild West bets, I had Ravens and 49ers. And through one week, I'm feeling pretty good about my Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, I'm still not there with you on the Ravens. Yeah, I don't, I, not yeah. there. They didn't. They hey, didn't Lamar is going to have to. Well, do you want to get into? You want to get into our first review? You want to start with the Ravens because that was a game I wanted to yeah, talk about. Right into it. Get into it. So, Jump into it. Let's get a little Week One recap going on. So we'll start. We'll start with this Texans and Ravens game. Look. It was a tall order for C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans to go into one of the most hostile environments in yes. the entire NFL and pull off a win in their first uh, games, in their debuts. Um, but all things considered, I think they actually played pretty decently. There's a lot to that, that was left to be desired, but, I mean, C.J. Stroud was fighting for his life the whole time. There's so many injuries on the Texans' offensive line, which coming into the season was supposed to be a strong suit for them, but... When you lose three-fifths of your starting lineup before the season opener, that bodes problems for you, especially when you're going up against a Baltimore defense that looks like it could be one of the better ones in the AFC. I think they've got the best linebacking duo in the entire league in Rokon Smith and Patrick Queen. Those two guys were flying around. And, like, the the Ravens defense, they were swarming. Like, everything that D'Amico Ryans has preached about what the Texans defense needs to become – that was the Ravens yesterday. Yep. Anything in the flat, Robert Woods, Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary, anytime they caught something in the flat, there were six Ravens yep. right yep. on them, had nowhere to go. Um, so the offense, a lot of problems there. But I, I'll tell you all this. I was very impressed with the defense. I think the secondary made some plays. Will Anderson had a sack, and he was just absolutely an animal on it. He was blatantly held and still stayed in the play and came from behind Lamar Jackson and got his first career sack, the first of many, the first of what I still believe is the defensive rookie of the year campaign that he has begun in one sack in one game. That's pretty good pace. If we can keep that up, we're going to cash that ticket, baby. Let's go. Um, so it, it, it does end in an L for the Texans in week one, but I think there were some things they can build on, and the Ravens 
they really did what they were supposed to do against a bad Texans team that came out and dominated. The, the score doesn't look as bad as it really was. 25 to 9, which, hey, shout out Scorigami. There had never been another 25 to 9 game in NFL history. Interesting. Y'all ever keep up with those Scorigamis? Oh, I love Scorigamis. So that was the Texans and Ravens game was a Scorigami. If you were to reference, hey, did you see 25 to 9? That would only be referencing one NFL game. That's crazy. That's How about that? Something that uh, we need to mention too is uh, not not enough is, is said about those the backfield of uh, the Ravens. You know, you forget you have Marcus Williams, who was a very sought after piece uh, on the market a few years ago, and then drafting who many believe to be a generational talent in Kyle Hamilton. I mean, I that is that is those are two very legit players you've got back there. Um, I believe. Um, there was one pass defended by Marcus Williams. I believe there was, uh, uh, there was uh, two solos. I think it was two solos by Kyle Hamilton, and I know there was three by Marcus Williams. I mean, we know what it's if you can if you can solidify the middle, and then you've got the outside, you know, pretty much under control. I mean, that defense could make a run at top five easily. I definitely them. think so. I definitely think so. And if you have a top five defense there with Lamar Jackson on the other side, and all the weapons he had, Zay Flowers. Looks Zay like Flowers. the top wide receiver like in the class, every, like I was he predicting. Looked, he looked on every play. He looked everything as described. He he was as advertised. The guy looked. He looked, and I'm not. When I say this, I'm not saying this is who he is, because to me, his archetype is not the same necessarily. I don't think he has the same speed, but he was pretty shifty in like a Tyreek way. There is a few. There is a few moves that he made. Hey, shut up, Morgan. Hey, Morgan, got any sports takes? I remembered, Spence, for you. She can't believe the Cowboys won. Oh, we will talk about that. We will but, talk about that. You know, it, it's it's going it's going to be interesting to see how he turns out. Thank you, man. But, but I think Zay Flowers has that Tyreek shiftiness. I mean, he made a few moves that, again, not the speed, but the ability to, sh- to make guys miss – is very underrated in the NFL because what do we know? Guys with yak, they 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 keep their jobs. Yes. I mean, the yak has become – and guys, for you who don't know what yak is, it's yards after catch. Um, th- that is a big stat. A lot of these new these new coaches are very keen to yeah, – We want those yakety yaks. They, they want the yak. The 49ers, the Jets, the Rams, all those guys, They all, those coaches, this, they all draft guys for that that type of role. So you, you see some of these dudes shift up the draft boards here the last few years for the wide receivers. That's why they're doing it. It's because they've got the ability to make guys miss. I mean, that was – Again, you know, Jets playing tonight, I'll, I'll single out here Garrett Wilson. That was something that really separated Garrett Wilson from some of the other guys in the class was his ability to shift his body in air at, and make acrobatic catches. But also after the catch, he was shifty. The dude just, I mean, you look like he looks like he's playing mad. And so what do you got on uh, uh, J.K. Dobbins? Didn't he get hurt? And he's like one of the Oh, dude, that, that yeah. hurt. It's like very I, depressing. Like I do, you know, judging by their defense that they, they, they look really – you know, sound defensively as far as the Ravens go. So, I mean, his pick for Super Bowl contender could possibly be there if they have their weapons available right. on offense because Mark Andrews was out too. Yep. Uh, and then now they lose J.K. Dobbins. And I don't know the effect that he would have had on the, on that game or I, overall well, the season. I think J.K. Dobbins went healthy is pretty, pretty, 
substantial. Uh, I, unfortunately, I think it no longer matters. I think I think this was a career ender. I do. I, I agree. I think what is that? A second or third? Well, it's not his Achilles this time, but he's had knee problems. Yes. And there's just it's very. And here's the thing: he didn't have a contract after this season. Yep. This was the expiring year. This was his contract year. So. The best case scenario, I was listening to a podcast today and they were kind of talking about it. the best case scenario for him, unfortunately, is he signs with a team after this year that's basically going to sign him to a minimum deal where he just rehabs the whole year, maybe gets some snaps at the end of next year, and then he does the whole thing again in free agency. And hopefully he can prove out that he still has something, but I, I'm skeptical. Um, late 20s, mid 20s, something like that. He's not on the younger side of running back age, at least. So... I think the Ravens are going to be making calls. It seems like they're in this position every single year of J.K. Dobbins' career. They're mm-hmm. making calls to street free agents. We know we had um, Devontae Freeman for them in the past couple of years. Um, Melvin Gordon was there in camp. He could be a name to look out for. Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette. There's still some I guys think out Kareem there. Hunt, that, that's my pick. And I think that would be a good oh, yeah. fit for them. If they're nice. going to contend the way that, that they think nice. that they can, that they put Kareem Hunt back there, yeah. especially to compliment Gus Edwards, because I'll say this, and Spence, correct me. I'm going to hear your take on this. I felt like J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards did a lot of the same things. So it, it was just that Gus Edwards hadn't developed enough, in my opinion, to be able to solidify himself as a three-down back. Um, Gus Edwards, I think he's, I think honestly, the, the few times he's come in in relief, Gus Edwards actually has been pretty yes. all around. Like he, he can do, he can do a lot of what you're asking him for, but he's just never been someone that they've felt that they can just Correct. hand the keys over and him be a workhorse right. for them. So I do think they will, um, make some moves justice Hill got two touchdowns for them. Did. They might just stay in house. He's been on that roster for several years now and he just keeps sticking around, keeps sticking mm-hmm. around, keeps sticking around. The coaching staff loves him there, so maybe they keep it in house and they give him a chance to prove out. But uh, I do expect, either way, it whether he's the guy or not, they're going to add a body to that running back room because, like I said, I think they have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. And you know, even though this J.K. Dobbins news is unfortunate, they're one to know they can survive without J.K. Dobbins. I think they're going to be just fine. Is uh, is Odell Beckham going to have I was about uh, a breakout that. year? Or no, I, I said before the season when I was doing my He's fantasy previews, I think Zay know. Flowers is going to be the guy there, and Mark Andrews is the ultimate number one target. But Odell Beckham, it's nice seeing him back out there. He had a couple grabs yesterday, but nothing really substantial, I think. I think if he's on your team in fantasy, I think you keep him on your bench. He had a 29-yarder and 29 yards out of the 37 yards off of one catch. He only yeah. was targeted three times for two receptions. I mean, that's to me, I was just that was one of mine that I was disappointed. I wish I wish that we could have seen more out more involvement from Odell. No, I think they'll they'll give it to him eventually. But I think as long as he stays healthy, obviously. But I think I mean, also too though separation. That's a big thing, Spence. Like some like these guys, like the older they get, I mean, that's something that, you know, we can we can kind of touch on here that we didn't touch on on the Jets game tonight. Like Stephon Diggs has solidified himself as one of the best receivers in the league. But is this year we finally see him n- kind of take a, a, a step of regression? He's due for one. Like he's what I believe uh, Stephon's 31 turning 32 this year. He's it, up there. And, and I mean, he he's he's due for I mean, we saw it with D hop. I, again, we've st- we still saw that D Hop's going to get fed, but as far as separating himself but, off the line, yeah, a it's, lot it's of that's quarterback, though, right? I mean, some of it, but but you still but have. I mean, but these defensive backs are fast, bro. Like I they get are, that, but if you don't have a quarterback that can command the ball and throw it where he wants to, then those separation, it's it's even uh, more magnified. Right? Well, you've got Hollywood Brown when he was in Arizona that was that was getting fed. I mean, 
I don't know. To me, I feel like his contested catch number might surprise you, though. He was the, making some contested catches last year for Arizona. But yeah. but but no, he, uh, Hollywood oh, Brown oh. in his tiny body. It was he was very impressive last year. Real I didn't underrated. follow football much. Last yeah, year. It, it, the, the thing the thing with these with with what I've again we're I'm, I'm comparing these to the Jamar Chase to the Justin Jeffersons, right to the Devontae oh, Adams. There. It's the separation. These guys just know they they still have enough to get away. Tyreek. Um, and and these are guys that aren't necessarily big tall guys. Like yeah, people I feel forget like Jamar J- Chase can jump out of a freaking yeah. Field. J- Jamar Jettas Chase and Jettas, they're, they're under six. They're they're right at six foot. They're like I listed at five eleven. I don't think that's accurate. That- Jettas, I know is five eleven. Look it up. I think you're going to miss on this. We'll keep going. <laughs> I do want to add a uh, shout out to CJ for not, not throwing any interceptions versus this great Ravens defense. So a little progression from our QB. Well, he couldn't get the Justin Jefferson is 6'1". Okay. He saws off two inches. But he's all, that's pretty two inches. That's pretty And that's a lot of meat. That's like, that's like me saying. Okay, I'm wrong. I was wrong. We're talking 6'1", 6'1", 200 pounds. Like that's I, know, I know Jamar Chase is the same size as Jetta, so they're – I guess what I'm getting at is these guys are not six foot four, six foot three. Well, they play like it though. That yeah. they play like it. Okay, so that's there's there's a difference at having the height and being able to jump, and then not having the height and still being able to jump and still be able to have the speed and the separation for yeah. that that I believe is going to be difference makers. It, imagine if Josh Allen had a Garrett Wilson guy or had a Devontae Adams or had a Tyree Kill. What could Josh Allen do with that compared to Stephon Diggs? We're 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 gonna we're gonna find out if Stefan still got it tonight because he's because he is not going to be able to get much by a you know defending uh, defensive rookie of the year Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. I mean these guys he's gonna put up 120. Watch he might. <laughs> That's how many points and, you need. Good good for him, man. Uh, but hey, I just I, don't I already see won my my game and he's on my squad. I think the biggest threat in a from and again it's going to all be about usage for these guys. And but going back to the original point with OBJ, OBJ, I think that that's going to be his biggest downfall. But again, we talked about that in detail here a few weeks ago. Got to get some separation. Well, he's definitely past that part of his career, obviously. Yeah, sure. like he's he's going to be quick slants or that second know, injury. Maybe try to fool somebody on a on a uh, stop and go or something like that. But he still doesn't have what he used to have. That's for sure. So I think we can put a, a pin in that one. I feel pretty good about, you know, the Texans moving forward. You know, even though they lost, they feel, I, look, I look at them and I think they got a lot they can build on. But the one game I really want to talk about, and is one I, I told y'all last week, was going to be an exciting game. And it ended up being the game of the week. The Chargers and the Dolphins played an all-time opening week classic. Tyler, you're a big Dolphins hater, man. How do you feel after that one? I mean, dude, I'll tell you this much. Tyreek Hill meant what he said, bro. Tyreek said he wanted 2,000, and by God, did he go out there and make a freaking – I mean, he caught everything within his vicinity. Yeah. And and granted, I'm a big Tua hater. I do not think Tua is good. But I think, again, I have made mention that a lot of my criticism of Tua has to do with his durability. Now, I think Tua is really accurate, but – Again, we're talking about the guys with Yak. When you got Tyree Kill, you don't have to have a big arm. Just get it there. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. The difference I saw yesterday in Tua was last year was a lot of deep balls to Tyree Kill that were underthrown and he was coming back for. Yesterday, Tua was putting it right where mm-hmm. 
only Tyreek could get it. And once Tyreek's in the open field with the ball, it's game over. It's game over. It's game over. He's just different. I can't. Tua is your quarterback one on the week in fantasy. Hill is your wide receiver one on the week in the fantasy. Uh, in fantasy, and I don't think this is the last time this season that that exact exact instance is going to occur. I think this is going to happen multiple times because they are just a nuclear explosion waiting to happen. Um, and I think Tua, I, I I put him in my top ten quarterbacks when we did our top ten earlier um, in the summer. Um, I still stand by that, and I think through once through one game it looks pretty good. It's just that concussion is just always looming over him. It's possible at any moment he goes down for the entire game in multiple weeks. I think because of his history with his concussions, if he goes down, he's probably out a couple of weeks. So that's the one thing that's just scary to me about Tua. But when Tua is going to be healthy, when Tua plays all the whole game, all four quarters, he's going to produce. And that is a division that is looking very, very powerful. Because even the Patriots, um, I didn't have them written down to talk about them in length. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we can at least mention that they looked pretty good yesterday against the defending uh, NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. Made it a pretty close game there at the yeah. end. Didn't, didn't win, but they looked pretty good yesterday, more so than we thought. So this, the AFC East looking stout after week one. Yeah, I definitely think uh, Mac Jones definitely should have surprised some folks. Finally, year three coming in and taking a step full, or year four. Of the, I'm trying to think. Is that year four? Somewhere around there, he's young. Yeah, he's he was. He was. He was the same. Uh, the same draft class as Lance and and Wilson and Fields. Either way, you know, finally showing as he did his rookie year because I don't think that we've seen him play that well since his rookie year. Do you think Tom Brady's going to play a big part in that and kind of hang around? The no, Patriots no, more? he's a Raider. So. Yeah, he's, he's part an of owner the of the Raiders. Oh, is he? Yeah. Hey. Oh, so what was the reason that he was at the game last yesterday? Uh, he was being they, honored. Yeah, oh. he's you, putting in their ring of fame. Did you see that uh, that he is being inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame next year? They waived the five year. It was five year, I think. Period. That was when you're the goat. You yeah. get things like that. And good, good on you, Patriots, for honoring the goat and and not making it a difficult thing. That I'm. I, it's. I am grateful for the for the sport of football for NFLs sake and for the fans that we're not having to, to play this whole is are the Patriots going to like be respectful of Tom Brady and his greatness because he left and went and won another Super Bowl type deal which we've you know we saw the distaste in the beginning um, mainly from Bill Bill Belichick but yeah it, 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 it put a smile on my face to see Robert Kraft do do the right thing in that yep. situation well, they had a good they had a good relationship even when he yes they left, did left right him and Robert Kraft did it was just Belichick that kind of made it awkward but to go back to the game spent something that was impressive and I know that you had this as your um as your nuke was Keandre Bourne finally sele- Kendrick Kendrick Bourne finally hey, he wouldn't be around the table if I didn't screw it up would a not name. be around the table if you didn't mess up a name so but uh Finally, kind of solidifying himself as if you remember, whenever that signing happened a few years ago, when I think that was, I think that was uh, Max rookie year, everyone kind of questioned like, you're giving like him that kind of money to come in here, like you're going to make him the number one. And, and really, I mean, it's one game, but two tutties. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me is Kendrick Bourne has had these flash games before. Sure. He had a big one against the Cowboys last year. Um, maybe he just likes playing the NFC East. I sure. don't know. But Juju Smith-Schuster was on the field a ton, didn't have a lot of production. I don't think that's going to happen every single week. So I I, I don't think Kendrick Bourne's going to pop off like he did this week every single week. But you can't ignore 11 targets. He's involved in the offense. Yes, he is. 
for that alone, I think he's worth at least picking up in fantasy and putting on the end of your bench. Um, but Mac Jones, I also said this on my uh, recap yesterday, our therapy session for week one. Mac Jones is definitely someone who, if he has a good matchup, you are going to be able to play him this year in fantasy. If, if he's got an easy matchup, he's playing a light defense or a game that's going to be a shootout, I think you can get by starting worse quarterbacks than Mac Jones. I think he's a good option for you. Just something to keep in mind. He has a tough schedule coming up, though. I, uh, I mean, I drove from Milan eight hours. I didn't watch a lot of NFL yesterday, but I did see some highlights and he did. Does he look a little skinnier, Mac Jones? He did. Look he did look thinner. a little thinner. He looks a little bit better in shape, but hey, that's how it is for Week One. Most of the time, they're all coming off a of training camp. They're all <laughs> in the best shape right then. Um, so we'll see if that holds up throughout the year. Also, too, guys, if y'all see me kind of get a little crazy over here, we I do have the Jets game right in front of me. <laughs> for those of you who do, cannot Ooh. tell by the the Jets gear, I am a massive Jets fan. So, oh God, I, she I sees under it. I know, I know, I don't talk gear. about it a lot. I don't talk about it a lot, but yeah, Ever. big Jets fan. Got a Jet and, thong uh, on. <laughs> yeah, they just showed lace, uh, lace. Too. They just showed Fireman Ed doing the uh, the J E T S chant. Man, that just gets me hyped. Now, now we hey, got Aaron Rodgers being interviewed by Johnny Mack and Ryan. Yeah, I, I uh, forgot they were doing this. I saw that earlier. Spence, let's go to another game that was kind of an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, Spence, and, and, let's and, do it. Spence, ready? Let's do it. Ready. Another oh, game. Do you have any games? Do you have any games? Dude, I, I, I watched the freaking you, Ravens really? and Texans and nothing else. I think I watched a little bit of the... Uh, That's a good fan right there. What game was? At least you're committed. All these good games, and he chose the Texans, baby. Let's go, bro. That's all I get, homie. I don't have the special. Uh, oh, you gotta get that. You know, I don't have fifteen dollars a month, man. Ah, dude, I got enough things I'm paying for, brother. <laughs> I could, I man. could just, you know. I'm actually, I'm actually excited with the NFL Plus package I have. They, I'm also gonna get the All 22 film for Week One, and well, every single week. So I'm. There was already a couple of plays I saw on Red Zone yesterday that I can't wait to go back and look at the All 22 on because I want to see. For specifically, when I was watching the Commanders and the Cardinals game, Emmanuel Forbes, the their first round cornerback, mm -hmm. he was making some very, very good coverages, and I can't wait to go back and watch some of them because he was blanketing dudes. Um, for what it's worth, super random, That's but Mar he was out of Maryland, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Who was the uh, kid that was out of Maryland that I believe, dropped? I believe it's Banks. Banks. Did y'all watch the Green Bay game? Yes, I, I did. That, not, but that, I want to get your take on that. That on is on my. That's on my list yeah. to talk Litter. about. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about the Better Packers. Than Rogers, I hear. Yeah, Packers and the Bears. Because so Vegas was way off on this one. I don't know why they were so high on the Bears. They had Bears as uh, home um, favorites, but against the Packers, a team that has historically completely owned them in Chicago or in Green Bay. And I think it was just because it was the passing of the torch. People yeah. didn't know about Jordan Love, but man, no love for I'll love. tell you this, dude, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself because it is only week one. But Jordan Love looked really, really good. I might We might talk about him a little bit more in a little bit when we talk about some um, some reactions we had to week one. But Jordan Love was making plays yesterday. And I'll say this, I didn't have a great day betting yesterday, but my best pick and what I invested most of my money into my picks yesterday was my Green Bay pick at plus money, and it hit. So I ended the day just barely, just barely in the black, just barely. But speaking of speaking of betting, though, I could go, I could go in the red after tonight. I need some I need some Jets wins tonight. And we're gonna get you just that. <laughs> so, 
Hey, speaking of bidding, guys, real quick, I want to talk about something that we have. Actually, we're going to go ahead and announce it because I've got everything filled out. We're just waiting on it to launch. But we're going to be launching. We partnered with Bet Stamps. So for you guys who haven't uh, don't know what Bet Stamps is, go ahead and check it out. Um, they've they've got an app um, for and Spence. I'm not a better. I know you are. So I'm going to say this, and you correct me if I'm wrong. When you looked at that, um, it's it, Mavado is a good comparison to how this app kind of operates. Uh, it's a Bovada. hub. Bovada. It's, it is a hub bringing in all... But it, I, was like, I was like, what are you Another, talking about? I'm not a better. Guys, it's I'm, okay. not, I'm not no, a better. Okay. But um, <laughs> this app is basically a Four hub. It pulls, it pulls in all <laughs> of the... Um, the, any of the betting apps that you guys typically like, if you like pulling from ESPN bets. Now, it's like Action Network also. Action Network is a pretty similar uh, comparison to it. Um, now, to actually place bets on it, you do have to be in a legal mm -hmm. state, but it is a great resource. Um, it's something I'm going to be using for fantasy. I always look at point totals. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm debating between one guy or another, I'll look at the po the Vegas point totals for that game and see like if this guy's got a projected point total in that game of 55.5 versus the other guys in a game with 46.5, I'm going to play the guy that's in the game with the higher point total because Vegas thinks there's going to be more points scored, more points scored means that more points for my fantasy players. So even though we can't make bets on it, it is a great resource to have for your fantasy teams. And um, if you have bookies like me and Angel do, you can uh, use that as a resource as, as well. So BetStamp, we are excited to partner with them. Cannot yep. wait. And hopefully, maybe in one day in our lifetime, Texas will legalize sports gambling so we can actually use BetStamp on our show. Yeah, that would be, be sick. But you know who can? Weekly West Wager. Yes. So James West, yeah. the famous James West, we coming at you with his Weekly West Wager, sponsored by Bet Stamps. So yeah, we're gonna have a website and everything. We're getting all that set up right now. I just actually got the paperwork filled out finally. Um, so yeah, guys, looking forward to that. As always, shout out to T Box for allowing us to come in here as in and do our show like we do every Monday night. Um, if you're in the area off Maroon Bay Drive, come check us out, guys. We're here from 6 to 8. They close at 8, um, but it is all day half-price bays. Make sure you all check it out. It's, you know, if you're not a golfer, you need somewhere to come hang out and watch the, the games. Come watch them with us. We're going to be here. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be uh, giving you guys our takes. And uh, it's, I mean, great drinks. If you guys are fans of Gentle Ben, big Gentle Ben um, distributor over here. So, they got, uh, they got some good stuff going on. Also, too, I'm rocking it tonight. Let me see if I'm going to get it right tonight. I did. Right side. Ghost Pins, guys. Shout out to Ghost Pins. It's Best sideways. Oh, it's sideways, man? Oh, no. Best pins in the game. No, it's upside down. No, it's upside down? Oh, dude, I'm struggling. But uh, going to use code okay. AD20 to get you 20% off. Um, again, it's Ghost Pins. Do they have any sport, sport pins? Sport pins. What are you talking? Sports about? pins, like, like a football or a yeah, baseball. No, sports. they don't. You know, but sports. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Football. There may be something coming. Baseball. There may Ooh, be an something AD? coming. An maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Don't spoil it. But yeah, and then but last but not least, guys, we launched our new website. It's done. Yeah. Y'all can check it out at athleticallydeclined.com. It has everything on there. You guys can watch live from there. It will take you to all of our socials. You can check out the Fax Machine, our new sports blog we launched. Our boy Joe Payne just put With his paragraphs. first one up. Joe Payne. So like read. Let's go. Go check that out. We're going to have the Fantasy Diaries going up there this week. Hopefully tomorrow because we still got something in, some things up in the air before my diary can be completed for this week. Yep. And uh, and also, too, if you guys forget, hey, what's the website to go use some of the sponsor stuff? You can go on there and find our sponsors and click it. It'll take you there. 
It's really cool. And uh, as always, too, we have 80 creates. You guys are needing any type of graphic design work. Y'all like what we do from a production standpoint or, you know, maybe you need some website design, anything like that. Y'all check us out, man. We have a team that does that. And you can send in an RFQ form to us and we will have one of our great staff get back to you on that. Bang, bang. Can I bring up a game that we can talk it. about? Yes, we can. Can we talk about the Raiders versus the Broncos? Oh, is it sure? We can talk about it. Would you Would you still have Russell Wilson as your starting quarterback? Um, I think I think so. Yeah, only because if I'm the Broncos, I'm forced to. <laughs> A lot of money because <laughs> his contract uh, yeah. is just so bad, and oh. Sean Payton was so highly speaking so highly mm. of him in the off season, in some instances too highly of him. Right. Um. You have to commit to him. You have to stay committed to him, and you're going to have to take the good with the bad. Now, I'll say this. I think he missed Jerry Judy a little bit, but I'll say this also. He, in the first half, he looked pretty decent. He did. He, he was I, making some good throws. His numbers were not I believe. Bad. I believe that he will, he, he'll have a good year, I think. He'll have a bounce back from what it was it, last It's just it's it so hard not bad. It's so no. Yeah, it's so hard for him not to be good. Like He's been good he his was, whole career. 27 to 34, 177 yards for two tutties. He had a passing rater over 100, so it's kind of hard to be upset yeah. about that. Yeah, the, the run game hurt them, though, Spence. They did not, were not able to get anything moving. Javante Williams did not really do much. I mean, if you look at the numbers, really, um, I'm going to botch second half. He ran a brutal. big play. It, uh, all of his yards came on a big, a big chunk play. I think it was a pass play, but other than that, he was very unproductive as well. I mean, you're on the opposite. Yeah. Eight attempts for 41 yards rushing, and then he was their leading receiver. Yeah. Again, but the receiving yards were all in one play. They, the, the receiving yards were on one play. I'm sorry. I yeah. misunderstood what you were saying. But look at all of them. It's a little, Dude, it's a little misleading, them. but that's been Samaj Pierre in his whole career. He's just yeah. been a very decent backup. So, so Trotman had 34 yards. His longest was 15. Sutton, 32 yards. Longest play was 15. Johnson, 31 yards. Longest play was 21 yards. Dolchit, Dol Dolkic, Dolcich, yep. Dolcich, 22 yards. The longest play was 13. And even Humphrey, 11 yards. His longest play was six. All these guys, literally, yeah. chunky. Everyone, yards. Mims, nine total yards. I'll confess, longest I didn't play five yards. Five I didn't get it to catch this one too much because I was watching red zone and. Honestly, it just wasn't a very high-scoring game. I think the Chargers and Dolphins had so much more action that they just weren't cutting to the Chargers. Or I'm sorry, to the Raiders and the Broncos game too much. But from what I saw, Russell Wilson looked better. Jimmy Garoppolo, he looked pretty good yesterday too. He was making some throws that he was not making in San Francisco. They actually mm -hmm. were letting him push the ball down the field a little bit to Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams. I think that is going to be an offense that is going to look better. J Josh Jacobs did not have a good day on the ground. No, it, he did it, not. Going forward, and they're 1-0. They still got the win. So going forward, if they can start to establish the run a little bit better, they might make some noise. It's I, I got one more guy real quick. Javante Williams, total yards, five yards, right? Longest play, seven. Yeah. <laughs> so that's tough, dude. Yeah, I think um, he did not look healthy. I think for me, like one of the biggest things, like for that offense, is Spence. It looked like a stereotypical Patriot style offense whenever they were were using Jimmy G. Twenty for twenty six. Those those twenty six attempts. Those numbers really mimic what Jimmy did when he was at the Patriots. And, and that's what he is. He's a prototypical game manager, right? He's not going to be someone that's going to wow you with his athleticism or wow you with the throws that he makes. He's just going to do enough to get you the win, and that's what he did yesterday. So, Jimmy G, I, I personally, 
There was some debate about this. I stayed true to it. I think he is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. I do think they upgraded. A lot of people are just high on Derek Carr for no reason. And I'm glad you're saying that because I'd love to talk about that game next. And, okay. And what Jimmy G, what, what were they, 9-1, and one, something like yeah, that? Yeah, he was. He got I, hurt. Yeah. Like, he's he's yeah, a he, winner. If you put him he's in a clearly situation. He's going to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, he's clearly a winner. <laughs> he's gone to two, I think, actually. Yeah. Um, two Super Bowl championships, I believe, for Jimmy G. But do they really count? I don't think so. But yeah, nonetheless, hey, he's a winner. He, uh, hey, man, Jimmy G. He he is the right choice for the you Raiders. Can't say, I guess, that he was the reason that they didn't make it as far as they did. Right? Correct. Correct. So that's something different. You know, I, I kind of it's it's funny to me how. And, and again, I'm I'm putting this lightly. There's some similarities to kind of like Alex Smith. You know, how, like, he took him so far, and it seemed like every time when he got close enough, somebody kind of came in. You know, that we saw Alex Smith have one of his best career years with the Chiefs, and then they draft Mahomes, and Mahomes comes in and takes over. And, uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I, I really hope that Jimmy G continues to do well because I, I, I think he can get it done. I do. I think that he's got a better shot than most. But, uh, man, let's talk about this dumpster fire of a game, Spence. 15 to 16. 300 yards for Derek Carr. 305. Yeah, his stat line was actually... But Derek Carr always throws for a lot of yards, I feel like. It's just, I mean... But that was fairly efficient, right? I mean... Passer rating was better than what it had been in the past. It's, you know, a 96. You're not really going to scoff about that. One touchdown to one interception. Sacked four times. Um, Spence, I don't... Did you watch much of this game? Um, which game is this? This is I'm promoting us right now. I'm sorry. Um, the Saints. Titans. Titans. Yes, I, I watched this one a lot actually because it was my it was the third leg of my morning parlay, and I did have the Titans. It was my one leg in my morning parlay that did not hit. Very frustrating. And honestly, I think the Titans win that game if Ryan Tannehill was just average. He was absolutely atrocious on the day three interceptions and I, Derek Carr did not look any more mediocre and mid than he has his entire career nothing to yes. really get inspired about Chris Olave was bailing him out but I will say this Derek Carr has always been good at that if he's good at anything in his career it's supporting a wide receiver yes, one is. in an offense and Chris Olave he's going to be great this year um, but as far as them winning games I, I they got a dub this week great it was ugly it was disgusting. And, and it wasn't again, because of Derek Carr. It was not because of Derek Carr. It sure was not. And and it, a couple things go a different way. They they lose that game. So Saints, four sacks irks me. Yeah, and, I feel like Titans, I'm gonna tell too. You, I'm going to tell you why. Because the O-line is not a bad O-line down there, guys. Like, that tells me Derek Carr is doing, Spence, what we have seen Derek Carr do his whole career, and that is run around for no freaking reason. <laughs> he out, he scrambles outside the pocket in a clean pocket, and he gets himself in trouble. And I feel like that that was some of the things that, when he was with the Raiders, that got under some of those guys' skin, that, that did not allow him to take steps forward to McDaniel's offense. Because of one thing we know about the Patriots and how they ran their offense, which, again, guys, it's going to be very similar with Josh McDaniels, is that the Patriots' scheme calls for a pretty clean pocket for the most part. It is, it is not you're, – you're not really running into much, much issues with how they scheme their O-line. And, you know – You said – What? You're talking about Saints, right? Right. We're talking about 
Derek Carr did the same thing with with the Raiders. Oh, I thought you said Patriots. I, yeah, I might you, be tripping. Josh McDaniels was oh, okay. head coach. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Ricky knows ball. Yeah, ball. So like, just try to keep you correct, bro. <laughs> I'm here, bro. So uh, I feel like it should have been a, a better scoring game for the Saints with three interceptions from Tannehill. But so I'm saying exactly. And again, Spencer, what I'm saying is that O line was not a bad O line. I mean, they they've got some good pieces, and to have four sacks like that, it just to me it just screams that he's just running around in a clean out of a clean pocket. Yep, I I've never shied away from not thinking Derek Carr, Carr is a very good quarterback. Derek Carr. Yeah, cool. <laughs> he's not he's not that guy. He is not the savior that the Saints want him to be. And I'm happy that they got the win yesterday, but L's are coming for Derek Carr. Here's my big overreaction. Tennessee's having a different quarterback if this if we have another bad game. I think Tannehill's benched by week three. Wow. That's my overreaction. I think Tannehill's done. You ready for my overreaction? Go ahead. Jordan Love is a top three quarterback in the NFC. I'm so happy that you ended that sentence that way. <laughs> I wasn't going to say in the league, but honestly, like that sounds like I'm saying like something crazier than it, it really is. I, I, but there's really not there's a quarter, really lot not, of quarterback talent in the NFC. I mean, who would you? How would you rank the NFC? I go Jalen Hurts. I probably go Kirk Cousins, and then I go Jordan Love. Really? You? You? Okay. See, I wouldn't put Kirk Cousins. What are you doing? I'm trying to read the comments, bro. Well, don't put yourself in there. So, um, I see. I would put Brock Purdy as number two. Oh, he did look one. good. He did I look think, good. I think a healthy Brock Purdy. I mean, UCL what? But, but to not get into that game real quick, can, can we talk about the the Eagles Patriots game a, a little bit more in detail? Because we didn't yeah. really touch on the Eagles. And you know what's funny is who better to talk about the Eagles than our very own Mr. James West of the West Report, our oh. resident Eagles fan. My boy James. James. What's going on? Oh, I think we need round to table crew. James, give us your thought. We've been breaking down these games. We just gave a, yeah. uh, our overreaction. We just talked about overreaction. Ryan Tannehill, I think, is going to get benched by week three. Spence talking about NFC top three quarterback. Number three would be Jordan Love. And Jalen Hurts, your eagle, number one. But tell, talk to me about that Eagles game against the Patriots. We, talked, we touched on it a bit on the Patriots side and how we, you know, uh, Born having a big game, Mac Jones looking a bit thinner, having more of a, you know, more comparable to his rookie year, looking a little bit more serviceable. But talk about those Eagles, man. I think a lot of people expected that game to not be as close. But what were your was your assessment of that game? So let me let me let me get this let me get this started off by not gonna lie, man. Starting off 16-0 right out the gates, I was happy. But you saw the rain pouring left and right. You know, I knew this was going to be a sloppy game, but man, I'm not going to lie. Jalen, you got paid big bucks. I don't want you sliding every one <laughs> yard, every two yard gain. Like I was a little, I was a little shocked by that. You know, he's sliding all game. And then the one time he tries to go be a big man, he fumbles the ball. I will say for me, I'm worried a little bit just on the defensive side. Of course, N'Kobe Dean is now not going to be playing. He's going to be out a couple of weeks with a foot injury. Mac Jones carved us up like a goddamn I mean, dude, I'm slippery. Dude, <laughs> after, after the rain, this dude carved, carved us up. We couldn't guard. No one in that zone defense. We couldn't get no pass rush, as you said, even in your previous 
thing about offensive lines. Bill Belichick and them drew up a great offensive plan, game plan against our defense, who had 70 sacks last season. Yeah, Jordan Davis got him a half a sack at the end of the fourth quarter, but not going to lie, we won by five, but guess who bet the Patriots plus five and a half? My me, I'm uh, not betting against my team. It is what it is. Amen. Hey, hey, I, I, I love doing that trend on the Super Bowl losers in Week One, and it helped. <laughs> but hey, I am glad we got the dub, though. <laughs> James, I love doing that. It I, it makes me feel like I've bought the dub when that happens. I love that. Yeah, yeah feels like two dubs. Yeah. For so, you, now I will say, now I will say, you know, of course in our group chat, you know, I remember Spencer saying like the Eagles didn't look good. And I get it. I would agree. I can't disagree with that. But out of all the teams who looked horrible, you know, who who would you say looked horrible? The Chiefs looked horrible. The Bengals looked horrible. You know, the Steelers looked horrible. There was a few teams that looked horrible, even the Eagles. But at least one thing the Eagles did out of the other three I just mentioned, got the dub. And I realize y'all are doing the y'all doing the national anthem on me i was like it it feels disrespectful but you keep going okay good because i was like man you're not you know we have to watch it we have to watch it yeah but no man other than that i will say first first game jitters for the offense and defense and coordinators of course those were new guys after last season's replacements so i'm not a little i'm not a little worried yet i want to see them play this thursday against the vikings in in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field with hopefully dry conditions. Maybe that'll make me change my mind on some of the worrisome. But I can't I can't I can't complain. Hey, we had great special teams and our defense did well enough in the first half to get us over the hump. But yeah, I'm a little worried about our linebacker situation when it comes to playing zone defense. James, talk a little bit about that defensive line because a lot was had been made after uh, drafting Jordan Davis and just, I mean, what looked to be the rich getting richer on that defensive line. And I would go as far as to say a lot of people are expecting that to be the top defensive line in the league. Oh, Jalen Carter looked amazing right. yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like you said, yeah, we just not just added Jordan Davis last Sorry. year, but Jalen Carter Jaylen and Nolan thinking of. Smith, you know, to boost that defensive lineup, which we, like you said, with the richer getting richer, but unfortunately, we only had one sack. Like I said, Bill Belichick grew, drew up a good offensive game plan. And hey, I'm, hey, I'm always a believer in Mac Jones. Maybe I'm a little Alabama biased, <laughs> but he's got an offensive coordinator that can actually knows how to call offensive plays. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him the credit on that part. But I will say, hopefully this upcoming Thursday we we'll get we we'll get some sacks on Kirk Cousins because we can't go from 70 sacks to to 35 or to 40 sacks because right now our cornerbacks and safeties looking looking a little rough with the like I said the zone defense and on top of it James Bradbury not going to be playing probably Thursday with a concussion. Yeah, it was really weird seeing Bill O'Brien back on the sidelines again. It was like, "Oh god, like all the 2020 trauma came right yeah. back flooding back to my brain." I was like, "Oh my god, get yeah. bad man is back. Bad man is back. Get him off my screen." I know. Trust me. Even even my mom on the Alabama side was like closing her eyes. Like I can't believe this guy's coaching. But uh, I will say one thing I'm looking forward towards for this Thursday game on Amazon Prime. Hopefully our newest offensive coordinator, Mr. Johnson, puts in more plays for DeAndre Swift and Dallas Goddard. I thought it was a little odd not getting those guys involved. Now, like I said, I won't panic yet because that first half and maybe mid third quarter it was just raining and pouring. You saw what happened with Cincinnati. They didn't. They didn't do nothing in the rain. So I know, luckily for us, we did some things. I thought Kenneth Gainwell played 
fairly well, you know, well, not getting Kenneth a lot. Kenneth Gainwell looked great, yeah, personally. Yeah. And yeah, I said it yesterday on my fancy recap show, and, and James, I'm going to ask you this. I and You're talking about getting Dondre Swift more targets. I don't see why. I personally see Kenneth Gainwell as the best best back in this, in this field because what I saw from Swift yesterday, he didn't look good. He had a very bad drop on the open field. And I, I'm always a believer of with DeAndre Swift. There's a reason why he could never get on the field in Detroit. And we're seeing that again now already through one game with the Eagles. They trust Kenneth Gainwell. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year. I'm a big fan of Kenneth Gainwell personally. I'm a big fan of Ken Kenneth. Yeah, I thought he'd Kenny be the number G, one guy. I would hope I would hope they would play DeAndre Swift more like Jameer Gibbs with Detroit. But like you said, you know, if he's not injured, he's done something, something he's doing something wrong. And yesterday showed he should have had that catch. But all you I'm going to say is, like I said, I will have my – I'll, I'll be I'll be hitting the panic button this Thursday if you know this happens again with the offense because even though like I said the rain and the weather happened Jalen I thought personally I'm not gonna lie he I thought he played a little scared with well, I feel like ball. I feel like maybe that the reason why they were playing a little more passive was because they got out to that early lead right I mean oh yeah definitely yeah, oh, yeah you're definitely right you count you take the weather for account and then the, the early huge lead, you feel comfortable. You want to play passive. And then that's when it bites you in the ass. Cause right. yeah. cause now you, now you don't get in a rhythm of what you actually want to do offensive wise. So, you know, stuff like that, it definitely can come back and get you. Hopefully, like you said, this coming week, it's nice weather. They can actually play out their scheme that they want to. And, you know, may, maybe they don't get early turnover so they can actually play some offense. Yeah, uh, no, hey, Ricky, you're totally right, man. Hey, once they, once they got out to the 16-0 lead, man, that, that second quarter, yeah. they were just they, they were, were in their own territory at the 10, 15-yard line doing nothing and letting letting the Patriots come right back. You saw what you like you said, you saw what they did. And they should hey, they should have won. The Patriots should have won yesterday. But hey, one and oh Eagles, hey, hopefully going to two and oh versus the Vikings. Hopefully you'll see me on three man rush, man. Cause hey, that might be one of my picks this week. Cause I didn't do crap this week. So <laughs> yeah, fly see. Eagles, fly go birds. I might bet the Vikings spread though. I think hey, James, before we let you go, let's let's do a little preview for this week's three man rush. Mm -hmm. on, we're gonna baby. air it on when we're gonna record it Wednesday night so it can drop on Thursday. Um, how are you feeling about your picks going into tonight uh, and the status on the weekend? How are you feeling about your your place? So let's see. So, of course, obviously, I got the easy dub with the Anthony Richardson prop bet. I'm happy about that. Um, I'm in the dump dumpster with Tyler over here, but the problem is our tiebreakers tonight. He's got Jets. I got Bills. Go, Bills Mafia. Get the dub. Get me Get me at 2-2. Two and two. I'm only two games back from you, Spence. No worries. Hey. You're 4-0? I'm I coming. Did go, I did go four and zero this week, and and we'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow when we were. Hey, they don't call was, him Mister Fantasy for well, no reason, on, homie. Hang on, hang on. There was a little bit of controversy there, but there was there was no funny business. But just some things that I will clean up for next week. Okay, we we, we can acknowledge this. All right. Uh, what are we what are the we looking dicks? at here? Oh. Um. Anyways. Um, yeah, but I did pull off a 4-0 no week. All my actual picks were right. I hit Commanders, I hit Packers, and I hit Cowboys. Right. So, but my prop bet was a little, my prop bet was a little easy. I think we, it's kind of what we arrived on. It was, it was too easy. It was like a cupcake. And I barely missed mine. I think uh, mine was, uh, you uh, missed total, it by 10 yards. Yeah, by 10 yards. So, again, the, I mean, honest, oh, good Lord, that was a shot. I need to keep it going. 
Colts. Really, with, with that bet, I mean, again, aside from the bet, what we did solidify is that Jameer Gibbs is going to be really involved in that offense, and he was. Eventually. They will take the training wheels off him eventually. Mm -hmm. But, Definitely. yeah, I'm looking forward to this week's three-man rush. I did start 4-0, but one of y'all two will be 2-2. Two and two, The other will be 1-3, and three, but we have a long season to go. I'm not going to get ahead of myself yet. Hey, but There could be a I tie. Will, and I will say this. We do need to work out that punishment, especially now that I'm 4-0. We need to lock that in because I don't want to get too far ahead of you boys and then y'all not want to do anything. Oh, don't worry. I, if I'm singing karaoke after the fantasy L, what's next, man? Shoot. <laughs> Hey, James, thanks for coming on with us tonight, man. We appreciate it as always. Guys, if you're not watching the West Report every week in the Weekly West Wager, make sure you're checking that out. And as always, Three Man Rush every Thursday, bringing you all the football picks your hearts could ask for. See you later, James. Hopefully, Guys, thank uh, you. Keep it going, man. Cry, doing it. You don't cry too hard when you get beat tonight. Ooh. Yeah, if you're hanging out with us right now on the live stream, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, don't listen to big, Joe Buck and Troy big Aikman. Q, baby. <laughs> Come big hang Q, out with baby. us instead. We will give you better commentary and be more entertaining than oh. those two guys, right? Especially with uh, Tyler yeah. room for the Jets. Man, dude, James Mr. Jet over here. blown up back-to-back -back by this D-line. That was no nice. Dude, Tyler, if you did go to a game... At I am New York. York. Oh, at New York. Oh, oh I cry. Can I finish talking? I'm sorry. I'm so hyped right now, bro. <laughs> Would you be that guy that they, they just showed that had a That's fire license? Head, bro. He had a He's license plate that said Jetman. Yeah, 100%. There's Jet. State. 100%. I, jet I, Boy, right? Yeah, that's Jet. Yeah. So you got Jet, you got Jet Boy, you have, um, and you have Fireman Ed. Those are the two mascot guys. Oh, so you know them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, did he pick that? Yeah, baby. Let's go, DJ Reed. No, he, no it's he, just he, fourth down. It's just fourth down. That was. What am oh, I, I wonder about Josh having a. They're about to punt now. Do they? Okay, but seriously, already <laughs> I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing from this Jets defense. Oh man, dude, look at Q just at, getting double covered. Oh, that was just a bad pass, bro. No, I'm talking about the D line, on, bro. That was just a bad pass. On my man, fantasy, I'm playing against Rob, and if Allen goes off today, I'm losing. Oh, dude, the defense is so great when the quarterback makes a bad throw. Hey, man, call <laughs> pressure, and it is a stat. Um, Spence. There is another, I feel pressure. Spence. There is another... Dude, this guy's on a heater. Do you need to talk about like, Tyler, baseball so you can feel Tyler, I kind of do because we were supposed to, but you know what? No, we don't talk about it's baseball all we're week one. To, I mean, this guy obviously didn't, didn't read the notes of the order of things tonight. I was going to say something, but... I, I, didn't see the, <laughs> I didn't see the easy fight in his notes. Oh, just leave Ricky it. Ram, we love you. Hey, you're one to know on the week on fantasy though, you know, bro. Yeah, you and all dude, I am. Ends. You know, you know what's funny though is that. Whoa, hey, <laughs> dude, Tyler is a freaking mess right dude, now. I'm I don't know who I'm, this guy dude, even so is. I'm so excited right now. I have waited. Taylor, come pick up so your man. Taylor, oh. come pick up your man. Uh, That's too much cash. Hey, but hey, but 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 to your point, I almost got to go to the game oh, last oh, year. Oh, 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 Brace! Hey, Let's go, baby. This is going to be a fun podcast, guys. Oh, my God, dude. That ACL ain't no problem, baby. And that's why I drafted him as RB1, baby. Right there is why you draft him as RB1. You know what's funny is he is, he is that great, guy. Great, great matchup that Spence had scoring all the damn points on fantasy. But who who scored 150? Was it? Uh, Look at that stiff arm, bro. I scored 150. Brayden had a lot of points. He did, too. I have 141. Eight, we don't know exactly hey, who's going to be the highest on the week. Turn it up for Come you, on. Bro. There's a couple more players playing in this game that will determine who's going to be the highest point total on oh, the yeah. week. But oh, yeah. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Second oh, yeah. old man. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Boy. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to watch this game with Tyler. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Are we just gonna just just forget the thing? We just hey, live that play that he game. just play by play commentated, y'all, yeah. ended as an incomplete. <laughs> it sure did. You know why? You know why? You know why? He's getting so high. An off balance throw out of bounds from a rock. That play the last two years would have been a sack. That would have been a sack. Am I not wrong? But it was an incomplete pass. It was an incomplete pass. We're screaming out of our if minds. Brett, if you had Brett Favre for quarter game. Yes. He's going to get sagged like four times. Listen, four times. you guys at least had Deshaun right, Watson here's for a few years and Matt Schaub. 11.46 left in the first quarter. Here we go. All right. Drop Let's back. See. Drop back. Pass. Back. Sack. Sack. Oh, he gets rid of the ball. Incomplete pass. Oh, flag. flag. There it is. There it is. Offensive right, pass guys. interference. Okay, hey. You can let's get the game going minutes. on in the background for a little bit. Let's move on. Let's talk bit. about the Colts game. That's something that we didn't touch on that, that I, to me, another overreaction. I think Anthony Richardson impressed me enough to continue to solidify that I think he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Not to discount what... Not to discount what Bijan did, but, and we'll get into that game too if you want, Spence. But that Bijan looked good. I do want to get into that game. Chris. Okay, so I'm we're just interested. but to real quick, my overreaction, Anthony Richardson, as advertised. I I feel just as I feel even better about that pick, and and honestly, a game that that they stayed in yeah. the entire way. Now, I think that that's I don't believe in moral victories, but I think if you're the Colts with the rookie quarterback, I think you can take a moral victory there. I think you feel pretty good about that. Oh, that's and one. one out of four that I predicted. There goes one sack There's for the Bills. Um, I think that's you feel good about that. The Jaguars were the heavy uh -oh. favorite, and they were on they were on the freaking ropes for most of the game. The Jaguars did not come out hot. They got it together though. Trevor Lawrence ended up playing well. Travis Etienne looked like oh, a running back. One. Oh, oh no. no way! Down is Rogers. Rogers is down. Rogers is Tyler. What happened? Slow to get up. up. Slow to get up. We won't call him hurt yet. Let's just say he's slow to get up. There comes the training staff, though. Can we check on Tyler's heartbeat right now? What the heck just happened? They he rolled up on him, bro. That's the just that you know from last year. Oh my god. See, but if that was that's just getting that's an old man. <laughs> nice. That's just no nice, Mikey. Is that his left foot? I, I try to look at his. What left, did he roll? His, his left foot. What is this? I think it's his hand. That's just him being old, bro. No, it's his left foot. It's <laughs> the left hand. Old. Just oh, wow. We're getting Zach Wilson on Monday Night Football, baby. You have got, I remember. You have got to be kidding oh, me right bro. now. He oh, may have broke it. Bro, you have got, you have, uh, you know what? It wouldn't play. Dude, wouldn't I am so glad I played Jets, Deshaun bro. Watson. God, the <laughs> masseuse. I'm glad this is happening I started, I started Aaron Rodgers tonight, too. <laughs> yeah. In a league that I had Josh Allen. Wow. What are you? That, that, he. Dude, he's sir. This he, is on you. He's I believe in Zach. Your fault. I know. He's suspect. I believe in Zach Wilson. Let's go, baby. I was oh trying to get some feedback God. on some on some picks and Pick right there. Let's go, baby. I think you you didn't ask me that on purpose, didn't you? No, no. <laughs> I know I would have told you you're freaking high to you start Aaron Rodgers over Josh Allen. Do you understand that? No, I, I no, care. I don't understand. I don't care because you know if that if. <laughs> Superstition. I don't. Superstition. I don't even Stay care. Stay off what are you? Dude, I'm the weed. Yes, yes, yes. Please, please. Stay off the weed. Dude, what if Zach Wilson goes off tonight? Dude, if Zach Wilson went off tonight, that would just be in and typical Aaron Rodgers. Matt Olson just hit his 50th home run of the year. Matt Olson, baseball talk, baseball talk. Matt Olson just hit his 50th home run of the year. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. That's it. Okay. Wow. It's Alvin. Is, is that a check down for the first time in his career? <laughs> yeah, because he knows. Why now. is Michael Carter on the field? Like that Aaron Rodgers knowledge just bestowed Mr. upon him. Mr. Fantasy does not like to see Michael Carter. Hey, if we on can talk real quick, any baseball, I want to talk about the McCormick thing. Clastros. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to get right. your take on it because we haven't really talked about it. Like, I, I think you were leaving the next day. Yeah, we haven't really. All right, well, let's, let's talk about it. Rick, bit. Lead the way, and we'll we'll uh, chime in. Just the whole Chaz the whole McCormick. Dusty Baker, you know, questionable remarks. Maybe if they even happened, I don't know. I think. Well, hang on. Well, let me let's set the stage a little bit thing. because you sent that quote to me about. No, you sent it in the group, but you sent the quote that Dusty came out and was kind of like pushing back against it. Right. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you, man. I don't care yeah. that he pushed back against that. Because that's a journalist doing his job behind the scenes talking uh-huh. to people who won't even state like who they are mm-hmm. out of fear of losing their job. So, of course, Dusty's going to go to the media and say, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. I thought there was a lot of interesting things in there. But I did think overall my my impression from and what we're referencing is the Chandler Rome article that he wrote on The Athletic. If you have an uh, athletic membership, you should go check out that article. A lot of interesting stuff. But apparently there's rumors that he's not happy with Chaz's weight. And that's and and that's and you that know, was so-called the, rumor. Yeah, and I will say who that, knows, right? and that was part of the quote I did find interesting, and yeah. I, I think I do buy that part of it because he was like, "God, I love Dusty so much." He said, "If I had a problem with his weight, why would I be bringing him banana pudding every single week?" I, was like, <laughs> I want Dusty Baker to be my grandpa so bad, for real, dude. Because I mean, he he just seems like the dude that you you can't hate, like. It, well, no people all, people like, can hate him, I know, I, but, but still, like you, you will still Shut find up. a way. Or he'll he'll still find a way into your heart. Like that's the type of guy. He, yes. Like he, you could hate him, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, you know, I kind of like him. Like I kind of get it for some people, right? But some people just straight up hate him, whatever. Right. But those were those were great comments because he was just like, all right, well, if that is truly the case, why would I do this? But which I, I could see him actually being that type of dude that he's doing. Right. Like, he's doing this. The most interesting thing to me in those articles, though, was the fact that there are other people in the organization within that clubhouse that do not agree with how he's managing Chaz McCormick. And that leads me to believe that we could see a managerial change at the end of the season. But to a, be it, fair, you got the 52 or 42 games out of 50, which is one off day per week. Break. That's correct. That one all, correct. That's one that comes out because I, I, I went back too and I was like, I was curious. I went back to the All-Star break, and that's literally— That's one off day a week? One, one a week. Okay, and that's pretty good. I, I think you can't be upset about that no. personally, especially whenever he's sitting out games that they're winning by 10 runs. I'm not going to complain about the lineup when they're scoring 12 runs. Yeah. That it's makes hard no to. sense it's to hard me. To. But, hey, people on Twitter still manage to complain. Yep. They still manage to complain about it. I, I don't get it. It's, Do I disagree with Dusty's usage of Chaz and Yiner? I really, Yiner more specifically, but I disagree with his use on Chaz too. But if, if it's in the name of getting them, getting the guys behind them more ABs so that they're ready for a postseason scenario where they have to come in and pinch hit, I'm all for that. Dusty's done this before. He's done this before, and I always come back to this. Like, I don't care about his reputation before he was an Astro. All he has done with the Astros is manage his postseason teams perfectly. Yep. Bullpen rotation. Gone to certain guys when you need to. You got to sit some guys when you have to. I mean, it's just crazy that we're able to rotate guys in and out and still sweep the Rangers 
and score, what, 40 runs yep. in three games? I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and they still, even though they dropped game one of the series on Friday night, they put on absolute yeah, they still, beat down on the Padres still. on Saturday and Sunday. They're playing the A's this week. We need to emphasize the importance of a sweep in this series uh, because go. the Rags and the Mariners both have some tough matchups this week yep. that we can really pull away and cement ourselves as division champs, not have to worry about a three-game wild card. I and, really and that's what we talked you, about a couple weeks ago. Yes, like, that's no way. To be He's done for freaking kid okay. bro. Rick, um, I'm going to pitch it to you real quick so I can do some research. But the other baseball news we really wanted to talk about, let's knock it out right now. Mike Trout, yes. they are saying that he Same. is going to be on the trade market if he requests it. Now, I guess I'm going to ask you two things. One, do you think realistically, not do we want him to or not, realistically, does he request a trade this offseason? And if yes, where do you see him going? If he does, it's because he knows Otani's not coming back. Mm, All right? That's a good point. So, but but also, if, if Otani doesn't come back, they can use that money elsewhere and get some big big names out there. But... I, dude, if if I'm if I am Mike Trout, I'm fed up. The Angels had an opportunity to make a decision and and trade away Otani and get prospects back, and then in the offseason, buy him back, which would have been an ideal scenario. And they could have literally sat Otani in the office and be like, "Look, bro, bro, we're trading bro. you, we're trading you for prospects." And we're gonna get it a lot in return, and then we're gonna sign you in the off season. He's on the cart. No, nah, it's. I think it's. Just, no, I'm, I, I, I'm reading. I'm reading right now on Twitter. Twitter's gonna tell us. What is it? Is that old age? No one's bro? saying anything yet. They've got it's. So, okay, can I make it just a just a prediction? Because I, dude, it's like it's like almost. If you would have had Josh Allen, bro, you might win tonight. Man, I don't even gonna, care about winning. Go I money. can care less. If I lose fantasy in the Jets, but what I'm do saying well. to you is your decision in fantasy. The fantasy gods looked at you and they smited you just now. I, I hope you understand. You never mess with the fantasy gods like that. Facts, bro. Hey, check it. Check I back into you, the podcast. I, I bet you it is. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The fantasy gods are real. If you don't believe the fantasy, now I'm a Jesus fearing, God loving. I believe in the hey, God, the Father, this, and the Holy Spirit. But you know what else I believe in? I believe in the fantasy gods. It's a lowercase g because I'm not disrespectful, but the fantasy gods are real. Just whatever you think is going to happen, if you mess with the fantasy gods, they will burn you. They will smite you. No, the fantasy gods never smile on you. That's why when you win a championship, it means a lot because you face some adversity <laughs> and you never get any help from the fantasy gods. They spit on your team. This seems like a high ankle sprain, I think. I you I'll just love actually, speculating injuries, don't you? Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, man, I'm pretty good at yeah, it. We'll see. You it, wish it that does say broken. questionable. Did you, pre you, know, did you predict Rodgers going like, down too or no? Or like just you, that one quarterback? You're, you're almost better off if it's broke. You know what? This is for you predicting well, Burrow what, what, to get hurt. What, what, what I'm, <laughs> this, is, this is what that is. Like, this is the karma. Yes. If it's his ankle, this you, this you better hope it's it broke. Just, it just seems like that every time that there's like some type of like high ankle sprain or something, they always take him out of precaution to see if it's broken or not. Bro, a high, a high ankle sprain is worse than a break. It didn't look that bad. You honest. know that, right? I have no idea, bro. I don't even care about anything at this point. <laughs> I'm telling I'm you that. I'm so mad. Like, I've waited six months <laughs> to get to tonight to see him do what he did in camp. 
God. And that happened. Well, he was very elusive on that throw to the out, uh, to the out of bounds. All of my guys on on Twitter right now, bro, they're all all my Jets guys are like, "You've got to be kidding me! Oh, we dude. can't." Hey, we, he's walking at we, look. He's he's like, we can't have nice things. Oh my oh, that gosh, old man he doesn't look good at all. Fuck. That's that's what you get for predicting that burrow that injury. This is what that is. That really does suck. Uh, damn. Well, I might need to cash my bet out now. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> damn it. I don't need Allen to go off. Rob's going to beat me. And I'm going to tell you all this. Another thing, too. I need Stefan Diggs under 20 fantasy points tonight. Well, I'm going to tell you right 20. now. I feel like that can happen, but I need to not see him get the ball for big chunk gains like that. I also have a couple aside prop bets placed. Um, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown score has to be a run, can't be a throw. And then I also like Garrett Wilson over 80 receiving yards. Over. Give me the over. Okay. But that was before the Aaron Rodgers injury. I might need to cash that one out, too. This is bad. I think I'm going to lose with just the You know what? You know what? Okay, there goes Jets defense. I'm going to ride on it. It's okay. Zach, Zach, here is your time. If you cannot pull it together... Oh, yeah, since he had all the offseason and the entire practice leading up to this game. That's not fair. We're not going to hold this game. I'm not going to hold it against him, but here's your moment to show, okay, like, was it bad coaching? Was it Mike LaFleur in his toxic environment that they talked about, having a, a good environment, a good OC, a veteran quarterback to be there? Did it? Does it pay off? I mean, we're going to find but out. You, yeah, you would hope so, right? I mean, you Hey, back to the so, trout dude. thing. I definitely, if if I'm Mike Trout, I'm asking for a trade. I don't know where he ends up. Um, I could see Philadelphia, though. I, that's what I think. Yeah. He is such a major Eagles fan, bro, uh, for him to go back. And well, he's from Philly. They have the money. He's from Jersey. Yeah, they have he's the money. He's from New Jersey, so he's from that area. Yeah. And they have uh, uh, Brandon Marsh, who's had a good If year. I was him, I would not go to the Yankees. Yankees. Uh, the only other team I would entertain is probably the Red Sox. Uh, Ooh, I could see that. That would actually be like that would be that would be very nice. Legit. You you could see him and Otani going to the Red Sox. Yeah, Ooh, boy. I'm just afraid. Get down. Yes. I'm I'm really afraid that he's gonna end up good or that Otani's gonna end up with with the, with the Mariners. And I I keep saying that. Otani, like, you yeah. saying Otani and Trout to the Mariners? No, I, I, I don't think both. Right. Okay. Uh, well, hey, Mike Trout might be a left fielder at this point of his career. Yeah, he could be. He could be. He, yeah. Here's a wild one for you. What about the Yankees? No, that's I think what he said. He he didn't like the he didn't like no. the Yankees for him. Dude, if I would, if why would Trout go to the Yankees, bro? Because because he wouldn't have to worry about shaving a beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, but 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 again, if they do, br- Yankees like just tear it down. Literally have to tear. Jason Dominguez has a torn UCL. I don't know if yeah. you all that. That's that, the other like, guy bro, too. Like, what can the Yankees do wrong at this point? I mean, what can't they do wrong? Yeah, so, they they are they're going through it. I almost kind of miss them being good this year. The Yankees and Astros, even though oh, you know where they screwed up. Go ahead, don't. This is last year when they're like, we want the Astros. Yep. Yeah, give us the Astros. We want Houston, and nothing yeah, has gone good Houston. for them since we. The Houston Astros have officially broken the New York Yankees this year. Oh man! Imagine telling telling yourself that. From 20 years ago. What's funny to me, too, is yeah, like, yeah. you know, they made the trade for Stanton. Yeah, you remember how hype everyone was and they took on that contract? Former I MVP. S- I still think that Ooh. was such a bad move on their part. Stanton? 
Yeah. Like, taking on that. Again, not th- taking away from the player he was when they went after him. Like, great. It doesn't make sense. You got one-dimensional player. Like, he so got, he's got much power. money, bro. He's got power, but what else is he Yeah, like, I mean. That's where it's hard. What, can you imagine if they would have gone after Yelich instead of Stanton? How much different they probably would have looked? I that, mean, yeah. I mean, high But Yelich wasn't what, what Yelich was. At that time. Okay, well, then the Brewers went after Yelich, and they kind of, I mean, they saw something different, right? Well, no, because I think even then, the, the when Yelich really, like, grew into his, his own was probably 2018, the year after they that Stanton went. Little Mouse Rat's asking, who do we think is going to be winning the Super Is that a person? Yeah. In the I, comment. I, I little, have, little mouse rat. Yeah. I have I had 49ers over the Ravens was my preseason prediction. And like I said, I'm sticking with it. I got 49ers over the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I've already said it, Jags. Jags in the Super Bowl. They gonna play by themselves? I don't know. I don't know the other side, dude. They're gonna win it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Jags. The question was who's gonna win the Super Bowl. Okay, he I, is answering it. I'm 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 still I'm Shut still, up, Ricky Ram. I'm going with a bold prediction there. Cause I don't even I'm hoping to God that Rodgers is not serious and it's going to be the Jets and the 49ers. There goes the season, huh? He's hurt. Uh, All those Jets futures that were placed. Dude, imagine all the mommies about to get on Wilson, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All the mommies. All the mommies. It's the Zach attack, baby. Throwing bombs and banging moms, bro. (laughs) Little scoreboard update for baseball. Astros down 1-0. Oh, in I'm the catching second out. inning oh my to God. the A's. Season's over. I'm catching out. And <laughs> the Rags up 3-2 to two over the Blue Jays in Toronto in the top of the sixth. So hey, that's ooh. one that's kind of hard because you don't know who you want to win that series, to be honest. Yeah, like, that's true. Because the Blue Jays are right on everyone's heels. Shout out Joe so Bean at that Rangers. game. I say he's in Toronto? Uh, sorry, the, uh, the Astros game. Oh, okay. He needs to bring the good vibes. Thank you. Is he slobbering over McCormick in the lineup? Dude, big Chaz fan. He's a big Chaz fan. Give me more Chaz. He's a big Chaz. <laughs> I think. I think me and me and Joe actually seem to see pretty eye to eye on the Dusty thing. He he questions him the same way. He's just a lot more vocal about his dislikes, and I'm way more vocal about my likes. But I actually, when I started talking to Joe about it, I actually think we agreed on everything. He broke his ankle. Oh, that's better. My, I, I'm. You think I'm bullshitting? That's God. better that he broke it than he. A high ankle sprain. I'm serious, 100. percent you want to talk? Who about tweeted him? that? He'll be back. Soon. Ryan Clark. Do you hear me? Ryan Clark. Do you hear me, Tyler? He'll be back in the season. Ryan Clark. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. You really think so? Yeah. Hey, Ryan Clark is not credible. It's better than a high ankle sprain. I don't care what he has to say about an ankle injury. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, dude, what the, kind of throw the, is that? The, did, you see, did, did you see that throw? No, Did you see that dude. The the jet press just said makeup shit. If Aaron Rodgers ever comes back into this game, MetLife Stadium is going to cause an earthquake. <laughs> shit, now they're down by thirty. So Connor Hughes is saying the cons- okay. Connor Hughes just said it's a concern with the ankle and the fact Rodgers is not putting weight on his leg is yeah. that it could be something with the Achilles. He said, oh, no. He said that it is not a knee injury, which is big for the Jets. They said that, that would have been, that's worst-case scenario. I ag- yeah, I agree. That's 100% case done. I think if it's ankle, it, it's going to vary. We might be He might be able to just tape it up and be ready to go next week, or he could be out anywhere from 4 to 12 weeks. It's just going to depend. His ankles are 
are very important. I'm telling know. you, if it's broke, he'll be back in two months. That's a lot of football, bro. On I mean, a, and I, but that's he'll be fine, dude. This is this is not miss what four, five games, six games. When's their off hey, week? When's you their cure for a lot more incompletions now? <laughs> When's their bye week? I, I don't even know, bro. Oh my god, they're falling apart. Dude, the Bills defense. Starts. The, 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 Bills de- <laughs> the Bills defense is gonna go off. They're and- used to Rogers' cadence. Is that Lakeland? Ladanian Tomlinson is a record. Tomlinson for the 49ers. Oh, wow. Dude, I swear to you, if Aaron Rodgers comes out of that freaking tunnel. Bro, he's not. He's not been officially ruled out yet. Gosh, those jerseys are so sick, though, man. Dude, I am F5ing my Twitter so hard. I'm sorry, my ex. It is being F5'd great. so hard right okay, now. Okay, great read, great read. F5. Okay. See, I will say that I am a little impressed with some of the that some of the throws I've already seen Zach throw that we that you would not have missed, made I'm sorry, year. but you, you just missed one. He tried to throw from down here. Yeah, he does that. I mean, I'm not that. I expect. I, I mean, he does, I expect he does that. that. He, he does like, that. He does, he does but, that. But the thing, <laughs> dude, the thing is, is like the easy throws. That's the crap that Zach wouldn't do last year, man. He just wouldn't. The small check downs. He wanted the home runs, and that's what got him in trouble. Oh, bro, he was banging mama. Mommy yeah, was busy, bro. Yeah. He was like, you saw those interceptions, oh, but did you see that bomb? Time. <laughs> He's like, it impressed my mom. Figured it impress you. Look, look, here we go. Bomb. Bomb. Yeah, baby. Out the start. Let's go. Okay. We're back. Tyler. No, we're back. Tyler's back. We're watching. I didn't see Rogers do any of that before he went out. All right, man. Let's go. I mean, Wilson. So, was there any other football games we needed to discuss? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dallas, the egg. Let me go ahead and discuss some Dallas Cowboy football (sighs) since I've been appointed a. Cowboys fan, apparently, even though I'm a Texans fan my whole life and I, I own the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I am a It's your subtle comments, though. The Green Bay Packers. Spence is like, no, you know what? I love I'm a the fan, Cowboys. I'm a I fan love them. of them winning at least 10, 11 I, games this year. I love what I they do. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan I'm, of their I players. Like they're talented. They're, that's a good team, and they're going to compete in the NFC. And look what happened. Week one. Did y'all call him clean? I heard all about Brian Dable and how, oh, the Cowboys suck and Dak Prescott sucks and Mike McCarthy can't do anything, yada, yada, yada. That might be the case. We might find that out come January. That's, that's one thing. But they're going to be in the dance. They're going to win the division. And that defense and special teams unit looks like one of the best in the entire freaking NFL. They're going to win the division? They're going to win the division. They are winning the NFC East. It was my preseason. How many prediction. how many games do they play against? Uh, right, Philly's in that wow. division, right? Yes. How many games? One away two? and one at home. Bro, Milano. What part of the year do you know? I have wow. not looked ahead to the first Dallas James? comments. Let us know whenever the first Dallas James. Let us know game is. <laughs> but that's gonna. Those are gonna be both big ones. Both yeah. of those are gonna be massive because I do think those are the two teams it's gonna come down to. Um, but I think ultimately the Cowboys win. I think the Cowboys have a great team. They made some great moves in the offseason and the draft and free agency. And hey, if there was if there was tension between Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore, I personally would have sided with Kellen Moore. I think he's a better offensive mind. But whether or not I'm siding with one or the other, if there was tension there that has been Zach, cleared out, you freaking idiot. Oh. Dude, if that was last year though, he would have got away. I think the Bills smell blood in the water right now. This is not how the Jets faithful wanted this game to start 
oh. as we end the first quarter. Well, that's three nothing for the Bills. Um, but yeah, Cowboys, they look good, man. If you're a Cowboys fan, you got to be feeling pretty good. I know you're always feeling good because I know it's always your year and you're always going to be back in the Super Bowl. And this year, this year, I think you might actually have a chance. 49ers look good, but the Cowboys, they look good too. I mean, again, it's going to all. Are you an imposter? Are you for real? Who? The, I need to see a more consistent game. It's going to, I'll tell you what, the, those division games between them and the Eagles are really going to be interesting this year. If this is the, the, the real Cowboys, that's going to be the key to it. Have you, have you gotten anything yet, Spence? Um, most recent one was Mike Garofalo said Rogers had what appeared to be a walking boot on his left foot as he was taken to the x-ray room. So he's getting x-rays. Now we might find out in a few hours if they were negative or not. We're going to touch some, can we talk about Izzy wishes Sean Strickland? Now that we've covered all the games. All right. So here's a, here's a, football doc on twitter with seventeen thousand followers this is at jock to doc okay so i think there's a level of credibility here he obviously isn't involved with the team so we're, we'll take this with a grain of salt this is more credible than ryan clark okay he's and he's he's analyzing the video so at jock to doc says aaron Rodgers injury appears to be either list frank foot injury ankle sprain or possibly even the achilles similar mechanism to the jk dobbins injury that happened sunday Best case scenario is ankle sprain. We'll miss several weeks. Best case. Not good. Not good. Son of a bitch, Um, (laughs) But again, it's interesting. The team still has not ruled him out yet. They are still calling him questionable, even though they apparently have him in a walking boot. So we're going to find out um, exactly. I mean, it's. It is a, uh, it's def- definitely getting extra. If, if they have a boot on his foot, he's done. He's not going to wear a boot on oh, his foot sure. and then come back into a football game. Yeah. Ain't no way. We're seeing Zach Wilson the rest of the night. They probably are running those stands and stuff right now. Man, Jeez. I was looking forward to swinging over to center court here when we wrap this bad boy up here in a little bit and, and checking out the end of this game. I might just go home, boys. I don't know. He's going. It's going to be a low scoring game, it feels like. He might drive right. We'll talk, into the, we'll talk afterwards, but uh, he might drive right into the marina. Oh man, we are coming up on. Um, we are coming up on eight o'clock, Tyler. I know. This does. Kind of, I'm, I'm really. I'm. I'm going through it right I now. I know. Guys. I am. Our man I am, is. In well, you know what? You know what? The best thing to do is to cheer for nobody. <laughs> Just watch. Just enjoy it. Just you should just be like Rob, let me tell you Lowe, Rob Lowe wearing me, the shield. Let me, let me tell you something. He has the hat with the shield, just the NFL shield on it, that you should get that hat okay. and just be no, Rob Lowe. Because I am a I'm a Jets fan. We do not. We do not stop. Y'all don't win. <laughs> let me put it to you this way, brother. That piss poor Texans team that you watched, we at least have more championships than them. It may have been oh my God. 56 years ago. <laughs> Do not flex championships to a Texans fan. Hey, listen, he's That's making pathetic. me. Hey, he's that making, is pathetic. Then don't look at a Jets fan and make me question my fandom. Get that boy. He well, did say that. That defense looks looking solid, though. I mean. Oh, fumble, let's go. Uh, it's after the play. Fumble, fumble. Fumble, fumble. <laughs> I will say oh the defense God. has never been a question. 
Can we talk about one topic I want to talk before we leave? Yeah. Oh yes. We have a MMA. Big one. Yes, no, no, no. Colorado Buffs. Oh yeah, oh, we did oh, yeah. some college ball too. Oh yeah. Shout out my boy Prime Time. Shador Sanders yeah, dude. might uh, win the Heisman. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I think hey, it's I want to say I, I I predicted the success before the season started and they laughed at me. James and Spence we, we laughed at me. Uh oh. Hey. Oh, did they really? They, oh, they he, laughed at me. He stripped that ball. Yeah, but dude, it's for it's for you know it's it's 2023, right? You know, as soon as the quarterbacks hit, the whistle goes away. They just start they just start blowing it like crazy. Like it's blowing right now. But he never went down. That's excessive hitting. That's what that is. They <laughs> hit him too hard. He didn't cradle him before he put him down. <laughs> We're gonna flag on the defense. Excessive hitting um, to the groin area. Back to the Colorado game. Um, they looked amazing against Nebraska. Yep. And they are two and zero whenever they won one game all last year. What Deion Sanders has done for that Colorado program is simply amazing. I, I'm going to declare myself a bandwagon Colorado fan. Yeah. Uh, I love watching them play. I'll go through a wall for Coach Prime. Yes, I'll take a bullet yeah. for Coach Prime. I'll, I'll suit up right Coach now, bro. Prime. I'll go quarterback for the Jets. I love Let's get it. Water. I will hand out water. Hey, you know what we need to do? And we're going to get this ready. We'll, we'll talk about this after stream, but we need to get some like, you know how he goes, hey, Give him my theme music. Yeah. We need some theme music. Oh, attend the show. Mikey. Wait, give him my theme music. <laughs> and then we drop it. We're gonna get that in for next what, week. What was the what was the minus four and a half games that they predicted for, for the Buffaloes? Yeah, they're yeah, already halfway the there. They already halfway there. Big game this week, though, for them. They are I mean, at home against yeah. in-state rival Colorado State. But the line right now, Colorado minus 22 and a half. No, they play Oregon, isn't it? No. No, they have Oregon the following week and USC. I think USC bad. is going to be the so one. That's going to be their, yeah. That's going to be. But Oregon and USC, that's going to be. If they back go into that game right 3 0, man, we might be talking about two top 10 ranked teams. Yep. And then yep. Oregon yep. struggled against the Raiders. So can, can I? Can we also touch on another thing that, that, I, that is going to probably bleed? I know it's going to come up next week. But is Texas back? Texas might be back. But what is the bigger story here, Spence? And, and Ooh, long ball. Josh Allen. What the? Intercepted. Let's go interception, baby. See, I'm going to tell you something. Let's go, baby. That play. Sauce Gardner. That, it goes down as an interception for Josh Allen, but I actually that? love that throw. That was That's a Jordan punt. Whitehead. Can I tell y'all why I love that throw? That's a punt down deep. Yes. Ricky just nailed yeah. it. That was third and eight. That's, that a, long, that's a long that's throw to get to, to, uh, to a first down. Take your shot, and that's essentially you just took a punt off the board. He just punted the ball for the team. I love the aggression there from Josh Allen. As a defender, what would, I mean, should you just let that drop? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? That like, helps the fantasy team, bro. Yeah, Whitehead wants his interception yeah. stats. Especially because he's in a contract here, bro. He, he was Is a it? cut candidate. Like, that fool needs to perform. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's, that's, a, that's a good play by Josh Allen. It sucks that that goes down as... A um, well, good thing you didn't start Josh Allen. Yeah, I think actually Aaron Rodgers might be outscoring Josh Allen right now. Probably. <laughs> hey, look, I got the Jets D too, so it's all right. Oh, there you go. So it's helping all around. Where do you have the hey, Jets D at? My other league I'm playing. Oh, yeah. Hey, Spence, what about this Alabama? This Alabama team? Is it more? Hey, Spence. <laughs> hey, Skip. I'm hey, listening. I'm listening. Spence. Hey, what about hey Angel? I think he's a little jealous. I think hey, 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 Ricky, what do you think about this Alabama team? Do you think that this is the team of the last four years where we've uh -uh. seen multiple uh -uh. first round quarterbacks, uh -uh. or do you think that I didn't this, like him? 
You didn't. That, what did that you was think? actually one of the other games I watched. You did. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Melrose? I, I just I felt like he missed some bad, pa- like easy, easy throws. You did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about the running back? Do you the feel running like, back? I don't know what's his name. No, nah, I don't know his name. Do you? <laughs> said you, you really don't know his name, Brooks? Oh, well, why are you lying, bro? I'm just making sure. I watched the game. I watched the game. I, I don't. I didn't study the players. Can I tell you? I hate both of you right now. What's what? going on right now? Hey, Tyler. <laughs> Dude, apparently, like. <laughs> Ricky's just only in one. I think I think you are a, a freaking mess right now. I am a mess. And right I think now, Rick bro. is poking the bear. I am an absolute wreck. Oh shit! Rick is, just came back on. Rick is poking mind. the bears like Dylan Brooks, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no. Um, I think Texas. What they did against Alabama on Saturday night was incredibly impressive. Obviously, yeah. the biggest win for Texas, I think, in a decade. I don't think that's going fair into Tuscaloosa. Um, yeah, that was a massive, massive win, and they're they're going to be coming this year, man. They they are going to be a team that's going to threaten for the playoff. They mm-hmm. really are. This year, their final year in the Big 12, they're going to be looking good. Now, I will say Oklahoma's looked very good through two games as well. That Red River Red River rivalry. I didn't do my tongue twisters before tonight. Yum, 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 the yum. Red River rivalry is going to be a massive one this year, but that's going to be a battle of possibly oh, two oh, top oh, 10 players. Oh, go, Greece! Go, Greece! Oh, he's go, gone. Greece! Oh, he's go, gone. Go, Yes! Yes! Oh, he's running out of gas. No, bro! <laughs> <laughs> he's running out of gas. Reese Hall RB1. RB1. Who needs Aaron Rodgers? All, you, you all of you that were telling me I shouldn't have drafted Brees Hall to be my RB1. All of you. You can suck it. Because look at that man. He's healthy. He's going to carry my team as my RB1 that I got in the fourth round in a lot of my leagues with you bozos. Including my league with you, Bozos. I, hey. I had the highest points this week with Brees Hall on my bench. Can, can I? Can I also dude, make make dude. the? Come at me. Do you remember? I made a trade. Hey, I made a trade last week. If you could have played everyone. You would have had like four hundred points this week. <laughs> That's a great problem to have. I'm deep. Yeah. I made that. Deep. I made that trade. I traded right before the season started. I traded Brees Hall for for, or I traded Pierce for Brees Hall. My other league got some return on that. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Dude, talk about... Okay, but see, here's the other thing, Spence. Like, we talked about the change of pace between Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook and what in a perfect world it could like, it could look like. We're seeing that perfect world right now, bro. Yeah, you want to know Brees Hall's stat line right now? It's got to be almost 80 yards. It's uh, <laughs> it's two carries for 109 yards, oh, sir. Crap. Yeah, what's Dalvin's? Dalvin's got to have, like, what, 30 oh, yards? That was no, Dalvin's that was three carries for yard. two yards and a catch for four yards. Oh, really? That was an exactly. 83-yard run. Tyler. Wow. Exactly what I told you would happen. No, I, would I, happen. But, but I Everyone was overhyping. I know, I know. I'm just I'm just tooting my own horn here, for, horn here for a sec. No, you're right. I told everyone that Go Dalvin off, Cook was washed and that Brees Hall was a significantly better player. I wasn't worried about a timeshare. Never was worried about this, and it's playing out before our eyes. Now they, they said they weren't going to unleash Brees Hall in Week One. They've given him less work than than Dalvin Cook already, and he has more hey. than ten times as many yards. Hey, somebody need to tell Jonathan Gannon that that's what an actual uh, player advantage looks like. <laughs> Pick six right here. I don't think they're going to score on this. Please don't. Oh, go, go, Zach! Run, Zach! Run, Zach! Run, Zach! You freaking oh. moron! <laughs> 
See, like that's where he should have ran. Yeah, no, no, ran for him. sure. He should have ran over that linebacker. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say there was like five Bills defenders. <laughs> he should have just trucked that linebacker. Aaron hey. Rodgers would have skipped through all of those guys. Come on now. Hey, I think uh, I think I'd like to wrap this bad boy up, boys. Yeah. Yeah, same Unless same. we have anything else we need to discuss right now, Shout I think out we Sean hit everything. Strickland. Yeah, let's. We can touch Shut. on this. To wrap up the show real quick. But Sean Strickland, one of the biggest upsets Nasty in UFC now. history and new middleweight champion, Dude, he's beating stuck Izzy. Him. Izzy. Low key, he's stuck like him. an amateur. He was getting put in goat conversations. I think you remove him completely from John goat conversations. Jones conversations, yeah, bro. Insane. He's one and two in his last three fights. It's crazy. One and two in his last wow. three fights. So he's gonna get an immediate rematch against he got Strickland. Stuck though. But man, I'll tell you what, Sean Strickland got in his head and was, was living lockdown. there, and was it was not lockdown. even. He didn't look like after he got not dropped in round one. He never looked like the champ that we had no. seen. Nope, he was on Queer Street as they call it, and he never <laughs> bounced back. And shout out to my boy Spence for betting on Izzy. Let's go! Damn. Yeah, Angel needs to learn about betting etiquette. You don't openly cheer against your friend's bet when they're sitting was, less than two. Hey, for hey, a week. You didn't okay. bet on Sean. Hold on, hold on. You didn't bet on Sean. I was, no, I was no, on his you don't, you don't cheer for your friend's bet to lose hey. two feet away from them like he was doing to me in Miami. <laughs> did you really? Wrong. Dude, he, I was he didn't even bet on Strickland. Since he was on Joe Rogan. No, but, did, but you but did you not place a bet on Strickland. Did you bet on him? No. So you had no money. The odds were not in my favor. Angel! Angel wants hey, his friends to go broke. Wow. He was a minus 600. That's him heavy But odds, to be bro. fair, dude, Angel every wants time his friends every, to go broke. Every time that's what I learned that's about wrong, Every time bro. he mentions the Astros bet in the group chat, everyone roasts him. So, like, maybe that's what he's... I didn't want to bet against my boy Sean, baby. Yeah. Oh. Bro, also, too, how about him absolutely... You didn't want to bet against him, but you didn't want to bet for him? But listen... Yeah. Damn. How, money about, left. How, about, how about Sean absolutely <laughs> said, I had to get them high, high news. High news is on the Nelk Boys. Did y'all see that? Yeah, he did. He went on the Nelk Boys podcast and then after Fuck he won, the Nelk Boys. on those guys. Where are these guys? The hey, Nelk Boys? And do, I just want to mention. Do, do you live in 2023? <laughs> What's up? I mean, he just said, he just said fuck them. So yeah, who are them they? Pussies. Yeah, we don't like. You don't them. like Kyle? I don't like Steiny. They're all uh, fake. Steiny, They're all fake. Steiny. Not even friends. Who are these guys? Like one of the softest men I've oh, ever 100%, seen in my life. Oh, hundred percent. But dude, I'm, but I'm a. Well, I guess he's not on there anymore. But I'm a big Bradley Martin fan. I love me some Bradley I'm Martin. I'm not a fan. He was saying he can beat oh, up Sean Strickland. I'm two sixty. I'll fight you right now. And I'll win. Oh, I did. Oh, oh, is that two sixty? Is that that big dude? Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you see him and Sean O'Malley though talking about it? Sean O'Malley would kill him. That was so funny. Sean goes, "Yeah, if we're in close quarters." Like, yeah, you probably get me, but if if I got space, you're toast. <laughs> it bro. was so funny, bro. He could literally kill him. And you know why I rooted for Sean? Hey, look at the Aaron Rodgers highlights. Oh, <laughs> Rick, snap! Hey, man, you can hear it. You can hear a snap from him. Nah, dude, I really love. I I do like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh dude, that actually that may have been was bad. That may have been his Achilles. That yeah. Oh no. Izzy was let's going see, see. Said yeah, that He's got a boot on. He's walking a little better there. Still very gingerly, but he's got a, a freaking boot on. Did you find anything else? Uh, I haven't checked in a little bit, but let's we'll talk off camera. I think we okay. wrap this bad boy up. Guys, as always, we appreciate you hanging out with us on Monday night. We will be seeing you guys next week. We will have a special guest, Mr. Joe Payne of the Fax Machine. <laughs> For all of us here, I'm Tyler. This is Rick, who cannot wait to get off of this set, apparently. And Angel Kicks Balls, who has to go drive all the way back to Midland. And our beautiful and talented Mr. Fantasy. We will see you. You're beautiful too, Ricky. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. See you next week. Hey, man. Hey, Spence. <laughs>
Ace Vince. Step on my shoes. It's cool. I don't care. You can step on.